And I'm about to go live on Facebook here in a little bit. It's going to be a fucking doozy. Oh, is it ever going to be a doozy? Holy shit, man. As a certain member of the show, because, I mean, Tommy's close enough to be a member of the show, right? I mean, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, oh, today it's on, motherfuckers. And let me just say, I got to start off with this. Today, today, February 2nd, February 2nd, 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 is the, is the is dumbest, the dumbest, dumbest, dumbest day, day, day in, in America. America. You're probably asking yourself, why is today the dumbest day in America? Because today is the day that we go and we pull a big, gigantic fucking rodent out of the ground and hold it up and people cheer and we are to deem what the weather is going to be like for the next six weeks based on a giant, herpy, rabies-infested rodent. That's right, today is Groundhog's Day. Oh, do I hate today. I hate today so much. This is why other countries hate us so much. I guarantee it. I know it. This is why. I, I I mean, you, you think about it, and you can say, "Oh, the 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 the, the movie was good. It ruined a it ruined a good song." Ah, shut up, chair. They pulled the big gigantic official rat out, Poxitani kid toucher Phil, and of course he predicted six more weeks of winter. Wow, way to go. Way to go, idiot. Bad news is that Milltown Mel. Milltown Mel sounds like a fucking fluffer from some shit porno movie. That's like an actor or actress that does clown porn. This is one of those backup ones. Like Colonel Beauregard they have and, and, and a couple other fucking gigantic rats. Milltown Mel is in New Jersey. He croaked two days ago. So needless to say, they didn't have time to get another groundhog to predict the weather. I guess they're all in school right now. So sad news to report. I hate today so much. Today, I just hate it. But I'll tell you this right now. Oh, it's going to be made better. It's going to be made better here in about a minute. You want to know why? You want to know why? I'll tell you why. Because yesterday, thanks to Hot Mama, she alerted me to this. Got to give credit where credit's due. We have a candidate for fight of the year 2022 already. Now, before we get to that, let's say some good mornings first here. And we have a very special birthday today. Happy birthday to Alicia. Hope that you have a wonderful birthday. You make 22 look great. Straight fire. Uh, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, Hangtown Jen. Oh, yeah, today is this, too. See, I'm so fired up today that I even forgot that today is... Pump day! Yeah. Pump day! Pump day! Let's do it, That's shall we? It is. There you go. All right, it's hump day. Hangtown Jen says, oh, my first on a hump day. Morning, ass. Well, good morning to you. Stray Fire says, happy birthday, Alicia. Good morning, ass. Douglas says, good morning, ass family. Douglas then says the Redskins have a new name now, and it's dumb. Oh, it's beyond dumb. It, uh, th- this name, this is the worst name I've ever seen. 
I mean, I mean, stick with the Washington football team. All right, Bubba, you want to get out of here? Get out. Don't come back either. Nobody likes you. Fucking dog. He knows how fired up I am today. Yes, the, the Washington Commanders. All I know is the Cowboys will never lose to them again. The Commanders. What, like Cobra Commander? That's so fucking gay. Good job, Washington. You had, what, three or four years to come up with a decent name? And then you get in bed and you decide to take a shit in that bed. And then you sleep in your shitted bed. Terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Mike D. Says, good morning, ass back from my mini vacay. Let's get it started. And then he says, Pump day. There you go. Special Kale says, Douglas, they will forever be the Redskins. Amen. What could be worse than the Washington football team? The Commanders. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Braddy Kid is in the house. Braddy, I hope that you have a wonderful day today. And she says, happy birthday, bestie. Hangtown Jen says, happy birthday, Alicia. Bretton Placer says, hello, banana phone heads. Amen. Kale, you're wrong. They will be the commander, Redskins. Hangtown <laughs> Jen says, it's 14 fucking degrees this morning. Just can't shake that chill. Anyone else freezing? Oh, we will be tomorrow. Hell, they're already starting to shut schools down tomorrow here in the Metroplex. Good God. Well, looky here, ass and hump day in one place. Peanut butter and jelly wishes it were together this good. Amen to that. Happy hump day, my friend. Um, I don't know why, Brez, why, why you think I'm not feeling good. I'm on the air, on time. Uh, it's been seven, eight minutes before the show. He enjoys his morning when I'm working and not bugging him before the show. Here we go. Uh, hot Mama says, happy hump day, ass. Uh, Christopher says, all right, happy hump day, let's go. Oh, hey, big guy, just saw your Facebook post about the Redskins. I was having fun with it, but seriously, you've seen how creative I can be. I literally could have come up with dozens of better team names, yes, with logos. Where's the high-paying job in the NFL? Oh, wait, you need to be someone's cousin to get those jobs. Fall upwards, right? Uh, let's see, Texas Texan, Coach Beard, uh, slithering back to Austin, wreck Texas guns up. Hey, Harrison, do you remember that the Longhorns put 70 on your fucking team this year? That's right. Alicia, good morning. Happy birthday. Um, let's see. I want to stuff Phil into Fauci's ass and lead them both to the great nonspecific race shark. I'm right here with you. I don't give a shit about Groundhog's Day. It's so stupid. Looks at Groundhog, the... Asperometer looks at a groundhog and mocks him. I don't even know what that is, but hey. Derek says, happy birthday, Alicia. Sassy Pammy's in the house. Alicia says, thank you. 36 feels good. B. Coop says, the Washington disappointments would have been better and accurate. Amen. Well, dear Lord, Alicia, I'm pretty sure I would have taken your 36 and worn it at 26 proudly. Bitch, you look like a teenager. Pew, pew. Ooh, you got the finger guns. Rice says, good morning, happy birthday, Alicia, and everything is closed in Oklahoma. Oh, so it's a Wednesday there. <laughs> uh, we're supposed to get 12 to 17 inches, so they close school for the rest of the week. Wow. Sassy Pammy says, happy birthday, Alicia. Right now, we're 40 degrees and foggy, rain stopped. They preemptively closed the schools just in case it snows. At least here, they wait until the snow hits the ground. Oh, we don't know how to drive in the south in the snow. Oh, it, it's utter chaos in Texas when it snows. 
he meant uh, asparagus a mancer, a lady who throws asparagus up. And, oh, that's right, the asparagus mancer. I remember her. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Happy. Hump day. All hump right. Day, All right, here you go. Day. I promised it to you. You've waited long enough. We got to start this damn show. Let's start with a massive brawl at a, corra- a-, a golden corral. It seems they might have been out of beef, and people were not happy. Play, damn it. Big brawl that broke out inside of a restaurant. Shana is in Ben Salem, a golden corral. This is Golden awesome. corral right on State Road. It was you all captured on video. Of course, somebody posted it to Facebook. Thank it God goes they viral. did. Let's get right to Hell the yeah, let's get to it. Oh, my God, the mayhem. Oh, right oh they have booster seats. People are using booster seats as weapons. As a family this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. The video has been shared thousands of times oh already. My and God. the company that owns the restaurant says they called the police, and now it's under investigation. I've never the seen a high chair used as a weapon. What went down? Shut up, lady. I've never seen anything like that. Neither have I. A couple words from time to time. But um, basically, uh, you go in there and uh, you have a good time. It's just sad. Um, it's just really sad. Everybody is on uh, short fuses these days, and uh, it's just really, they need to just take a time enough, out. It's not long enough, Ogre. Why not you know? my friend? Oh, here we go. Here it is. Oh, boom! Now, Golden White Corral lady hits really a gal with a booster seat. Oh, there's another booster seat being Salem swung. Location. Oh, and my God, the humanity. Police who are handling this investigation. It appears to have been uh, two guests that started it all. But again, all of that still remains to be seen as they work through what happened. Of course, that video is going to be a key piece of evidence. Morning, in that. We also know that because it's under investigation, they can't comment any further. And so far, no arrests have been made. But the company and the restaurant itself assuring everyone that the safety of their patrons and, of course, their employees is top priority. Shut up. Good day, Philadelphia. Wow. Now, look, look, look. That's just our first fight of the year. We're going to have a bunch of other ones. Let's remember that last year, come on, last year we had the fight of the year, and it didn't even happen in America. We should be upset with ourselves. I mean, we, we, we the, the fight happened, I don't know, in Japan, Korea. No, I, I don't know. Korea, Japan, China. Is that a zoo? Remember that? No, but like the, this gal was kicking this one gal on the ground while she's holding a baby? That's right, I said it. A gal is on the ground and another gal is kicking her in the fucking head and she's holding a newborn. And I guess the gal on the ground was this Chinese or, or Japanese dude's wife. Everybody Come on. Come on. You got it all out of your system. And the dude saw his wife on the ground getting kicked by a lady who was holding a baby. And he walked over there and said, Kapuya, Kapuya. He kicked that bitch right in the fucking side and knocked that chick to the ground. Now, this golden corral fight is nowhere near that level. But hey, America, I'm challenging you. Uh, poor people are so amusing. That's funny. Booster seat. I could easily pick that up and swing it at you. High chair is nearly half my height. It's not as easy. 
Uh, out of beef, fuck, KFC was closed the other day. Out of chicken, Denny's last week, no chicken strips. Carl's Jr., no chicken strips. They all blame the pandemic. Are chickens and cows dropping at a dramatic rate due to COVID? What's the deal? I don't know. I don't know. All right, we are we about ready to really get shit started here? Because I, I, got, I got to tell you, the world has lost its fucking mind. They, absolutely, we have lost our mind. Now, I know that there's, there, there's, there's an end to this story, but I'm going to start my Facebook Live video right now. There we go. Starting a live Facebook video. Dupe. There you go. If you're on Facebook right now, you'll be able to see me. Uh, you can add up three questions. I'm not going to add anybody because yesterday, you remember Whoopi Goldberg came out and uh, said all kinds of all right. crazy shit. So yesterday uh, on our show, I misspoke. This is her yesterday and I coming out. Hold on a second. Where, where did I put that? Where did I put the, the beeps? Where did I back it? Something that I feel a responsibility. Damn it to hell, I've leave. lost it. I've lost my sound effect. Oh, Christ's sake. Christ on a crutch. Music bed, sound effects. It's not this one. I had the damn beeping. Help me understand some different things. And while discussing how a Tennessee school board unanimously unanimously voted to remove a graphic novel about the Holocaust, I said that the Holocaust wasn't about race. Mm -hmm. And it was instead about man's inhumanity to man. But it is indeed about race because Hitler and the Nazis considered Jews to be an inferior race. Now, words matter, and mine are no exception. I regret my comments, as I said, and I stand corrected. I also stand with the Jewish people, as they know, and y'all know, because I've always done that. So because of all of this, we've asked Jonathan Greenblatt, the CEO of the Anti-Defamation League, and author of It Could Happen Here, to help continue this very... Yes, Whoopi Goldberg bought everything she said about the Holocaust not being racist back yesterday. After the night before, she tried to apologize on Twitter and then went on Stephen Colbert and kind of apologized, but not really. Kind of like that shitty apology. By the way, good morning, everybody on Facebook. Sorry, I was looking away. Um... Are we here to judge your... I'm, I'm sorry, I was looking for a sound sound effect there. Uh, welcome, everybody. Half-assed apology on Colbert Shore was sad. Watch the Ben Shapiro... Oh, I did. I saw the Ben Shapiro thing. He lays waste to this cunt bag. Yes. And I'm about to do even more to even more people. So, Whoopi Goldberg comes back and apologizes for what she said. Then she tried to say that if Klan members were at the end of the street... And she was with a Jewish friend. This was the part that I love best on Ben Shapiro. Is that the Klan would see her and know, oh, well, she's black. And nobody has ever looked at a Jewish person and said, oh, they're Jewish. Really? So when you see somebody walking down the street in a black wool suit in the middle of July with a black felt hat on with the curls coming out, you ain't never said that person's Jewish? Really? Now, ABC has come out and they have laid the smack down on Whoopi. They announced that she has been suspended immediately. 
for two weeks. Two weeks. Two two weeks for saying that Jews, that the Holocaust wasn't about race? Even though Ben Shapiro did it, and I, I looked it up, in Adolf Hitler's book, Mein Kampf, he refers to the Jews as a, quote, inferior race. Hmm. Hmm. But way to go, ABC. Way to go out there and say, we're going to suspend Whoopi for two weeks. They're probably going to play rerun shows. And by the way, she's still going to be paid. Oh, they ain't going to take her money from her. Oh, no, 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 no. And the best part is, is that people at ABC are very upset at ABC and Whoopi Goldberg. Staffers at ABC say this is, the it's heinous. What if this would have been, uh, who, who's the young fella who does the uh, nightly news? Or the younger fella? Or anybody that works at ABC. And they were to say the same thing. Right. Oh, Iraj, you're absolutely right. She said, yet Sharon Osbourne gets fired for defending Piers Morgan. Remember when everybody was saying he's a racist? Because he called out Meghan Markle? And remember they fired him from his network and then they rehired him? And Sharon Osbourne says, I know him. He's not a racist. Well, that means you are. Sharon, adios. I'll say, I'll say, they fired me. I'll say, Minnie. Oh, Minnie, why did they fire me? You've got to be kidding me. Does Whoopi own part of the view, Cindy Powell? Uh, good morning to you, Cindy Powell. Uh, I don't think she does. I, I think that was Barbara Walters, and, and Whoopi's just on there to be, I don't know, not eye candy. Definitely not eye candy, because that bitch is ugly. U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi. You ugly. You ugly. So let's play the game, shall we? What would happen? If any, and I'm not even going to say conservative, I'm not going to say the Trumps. I'm going to say any conservative. Anybody on Fox News? Can you imagine? Okay, can you imagine Tucker Carlson coming out and going, the Holocaust wasn't, it's not racist? It would be the end of Fox News. The end. Do you wonder why Mel Gibson only makes movies that go pretty much to on-demand? It's because he messed with the Jews. He fucked with the Jews. They took it away from him. You mess with the Jews, you're going to get the fucking horns, but not Whoopi. Whoopi gets a two-week a two-week suspension. <laughs> 
the Klan guy who sees Whoopi, and a Jewish person would say, and I quote John Candy from Spaceballs, uh, funny, she doesn't look Druish. <laughs> oh, okay, that's great. Megan Kelly, fired. Whoopi Goldberg, suspended two weeks. Hey, hey, Whoopi, why don't, why don't we, this is what we're going to do. I, I, l- let me just say this right now. This is how it went down. I guarantee. Mm-hmm. They call Whoopi into the offices. And Whoopi is sitting there. And they're like, Whoopi, look, you said some shit today. She's like, oh, I know, but you ain't going to do nothing about it. And they're like, oh, look, Whoopi, look, there, there, there's, there's a lot, a lot of people out there saying we got to do something about this. So what we're going to do is we're going to send you on a lavish luxury vacation that'll take two weeks. Everything's taken care of. <laughs> uh, Alicia says the Jews in Hollywood probably con- consulted Barack over the situation. I mean, th- this is insane. Ooh, look at that. Cindy says, good morning from San uh, San Antonio. Also left Sacramento. Good. Well, I'm in Rockwall now. So, uh, good morning, fellow Texan. I, I swear to God, this... If you don't see this right now, you are part of the problem. If you don't see the hypocrisy, you are totally, totally part of the problem. Now, there's one more thing that has me over the edge this morning. There's a lot of shit that has me over the edge this morning. But I I, got to say, this war against Joe Rogan. Now, I don't know Joe Rogan. He would be competition with me, I guess, as a... As a podcaster, I'm not on his level of 100 million listeners or followers or whatever. I would love to be. I think I'm better than he is. But, hey, why is the White House getting involved now in the situation of Spotify and Joe Rogan? The White House said that Spotify's attempts to address what they described as coronavirus misinformation on Joe Rogan's interviews was not strong enough to the freedom of speech controversy. So they're putting a label on there. They're putting a goddamn label on there, like 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 the the this the warning label on Copenhagen. You see that? They're putting that out on Spotify on Joe Rogan's podcast. Why? Because he's being censored. Doesn't the White House? maybe have a few more issues going on that they need to be addressing? Hmm. Let's see. There's that thing going on over in in Ukraine right now. And by the way, by the way, why is our government so worried about the Ukraine border and doesn't give a shit about ours? That, That just, that baffles me. So we got the Ukraine thing. We got our border. We've got COVID. I guess this gets lumped into the COVID thing. I, I, I mean, we have truckers driving into Canada threatening Justin Trudeau. And the White House is worried about Joe Rogan. Well, let me just say, hats off to you, Joe Rogan. 
I had to actually take my hat off for the video that we're doing here. I took my hat off for it. Why? Because he has the White House talking about him. Bravo. Bravo. Unbelievable that the White House, anybody in the White House that has a comment on this, Jesus Christ, you should all be fired immediately and put in Gitmo. Oh, that's right. It's Pierre. That's right. Uh, Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau. Still my president, but sure is a piss-poor example of one. Oh, absolutely. Look, hey, I respect the office of the president of the United States of America. Don't mean I got to like him, and I fucking don't. Um... Let's see, Ukraine is uh, literally about oil. Uh, pretty much everything is now. White House doesn't want no people to know the truth? No. Dan says, anything it takes the eyes off them addressing the record inflation. Amen. All right, we're going to finish this up. We got tons of shit to do. If you're watching the video and you're like, holy shit, that's Arnie. Go to ArnieRadio.com. Check out the show there. I'm on uh, Monday through Friday, West Coast 7 to 11. Central time frame where I live, 9 to 1, and then East Coast, 10 to 2. So there you go. Uh, could you please hold the can of Coke and the licking? <laughs> I couldn't see the first time. Okay, here you go. Hold on. See, there's the warning label. Warning. This is good shit. That's what it says. So there you go. All right, I'm finishing that up. Let's see. We got we got hit finish. There we go. Oh, whoops. Got to turn this one down. So otherwise, there will be all kind of feedback. Uh, let's see. Never delete. Post. There you go. All right. Got Facebook Live video up and done today. Look at that. Can Can you believe this shit? I, I the hypocrisy is running. I mean, it's Hulkamania. It is fucking running wild. So I, we we have to stay in the White House and, and with things. I, I mean, there's so much news today. It, it 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 truly is one of the dumbest days of the year, mainly because it is Groundhog Day. But I, man, oh man, I I mean, I I wake up and I find this story. This was not in my. It, it, and by the way, I should have shown you guys. I have so many stories. I've never had a page this covered in stories. I got home yesterday, so we went out yesterday, and. Uh, Went looking for some Bomba socks because that's what I thought I had. Uh, Braddy kid, I, 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 and look, see, I could have done this privately, but I got to take this one on the chin. So we go out to eat yesterday. There's P.F. Chang's over in North Park in Dallas doing some running. Go to P.F. Chang's. I had the, oh, by the way, if you're at a, anywhere near a P.F. Chang's, try the Wagyu dumplings. Mwah, magnifique. Really good. Um, so we're there, and I, I need to look for some socks because I've been wearing a lot more shoes lately because I'm trying to wear shoes to help my knees, blah, blah, blah. And my Pumas are really cool. So I, there's only one kind of sock that I like, and I thought they were Bombas. So we go to Nordstrom, and uh, we're looking in there, and I, I go over to them, and I said, okay, here they are. And they kind of look like the, the, the socks that I've had, that I wear. I'm like, wait a second. 
Okay, yeah, let's get these. And we get them, and, and, you know, they're like $10 a pair of socks. That's crazy, but we got some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they kept falling down. See, I, I had some Bombas on, and they uh, we, we went to go get some because they kept falling down on my heel, on my left side. And I was like, this never happens with my other Bombas. Yeah, yeah, it's because my other Bombas are actually called Incrediware Active Socks. Whole different company. <laughs> they look alike. They look a whole lot alike. <laughs> Whoops. Kind of fucked that one up, didn't I? <laughs> I got home and I looked at the socks. I'm like, wait a second. Those aren't Bombas. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. Did you get ankles? Uh, did you ankles get skinny? You losing weight? No, no. It's just I, I, I'm trying like I wear my sandals inside and stuff. And I'll wear them out and then. But if I'm if I know I'm going to be doing some walking, I got shoes or boots on. Just because my feet have been bothering me. My knees have really been bothering me. Um, my legs are shaking. It's all crazy right now. So I'm trying to wear more shoes. So there you go. So I was out and about yesterday, and I got home, and I found so many stories for today's show. And then this morning when I woke up, you know, I put the show together yesterday. Very happy with it. Very happy with the music. I was like, and and that's why I put that post up last night because I knew I'd be fired up today because I knew it was Groundhog Day. And I I truly hate today more than anything. But then I came across this story. Now, it is February, which is Black History Month. Uh, all you parents, oh, I'm still going to wear the Bombas. Don't worry. I still wear them. This is a story for all the parents out there. If you're a parent, listen up. If you got kids in school, listen up. Schools across America this week will be implementing the Black Lives Matter curriculum. Which calls for the disruption of Western nuclear family dynamics. Foo King Cowboy. Good morning, sir. Lay down. Bubba, lay down. You, you want it out of here. You can't come back in here now. Several schools from Washington State to Massachusetts bringing classrooms the activist-based curriculum that preaches controversial ideas. According to the Week of Action starter kit published on the Black Lives Matter school website, the group has a list of four national demands, including funding counselors, not cops, mandating black history and ethnic studies in classrooms, Also, the uh, Black Lives Matter guideline principles, which include concepts such as black villages and globalism. Come on, dummy. Stop beating on the door, asshole dog. 
I know you're going to go out in just two minutes, so go fuck yourself, dog. <sighs> Black Villages is a disruption of Western nuclear family dynamics and a return to the collective village that takes care of one another. You know how America failed early on? As that collective village shared everything? Until a go-getter went out and said, no, 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 instead of giving your stuff away, either sell it or trade it for what you think it's worth. And that was the birth of capitalism. But now Black Lives Matter is saying, no, no, no. Who says this? Uh, Some idiot says, parents defending education. Most rational thinkers agree that public schools should not be home to a political activism from any side of the political divide. Now, once again, y'all ready? Y'all ready to play the fucking game? What if this was a group called White Lives Matter? Hmm? What, what, what if they wanted you to do all their stuff? Now, would that be allowed? Maybe not in February. We won't do it during Black History Month. But why wouldn't that be allowed? What about Spanish History Month? What about Asian History Month? No, no, we don't have those. We don't worry about them. I'd like to point some things out about how bad America truly is compared to other countries. Boy, where, where is that story? I, I, I want you to hear, if, if there are a bunch of you out there right now listening, getting mad at me, saying, oh, Arnie, how dare you? How dare you do that stuff? What the hell just happened to my fucking computer? I did not click on anything. All of a sudden, fucking thing goes away. Um, oh, here we go. This is the story I want to read you. Story out of Iran. Now, everybody says America is terrible. America is racist. America is homophobic. America is transphobic. Well, please show me in any newspaper article written anywhere in America a story about two gay men who were hung after being in prison six years for sodomy charges. They've been on death row for six years in Iran for having gay sex with each other. Two men who might have loved each other. I don't know. But if America is such a bad place, why aren't we hanging people? Once again, hung. And, 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 and by the way, 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 uh, are we also going to call Iran uh, not only homophobic but racist because they hung someone? All I want is some consistency, people. That's all. That's all I ask for is consistency. Unbelievable, isn't it? That America is the most racist place in the world. And we have to do all this other stuff, but they're hanging gay men in other countries. And by the way, nobody's talking about it. This is not on any American website. This is on the Daily Mail British website. By the way, if you want a centered look at the, at the news, go to the Daily Mail. Go to the U.K. version of the Daily Mail. 
you just said hung and a bunch of gay guys just got excited. You're racist. There's already a group called White Lives Matter. It's called the U.S. government, which is totally racist. Even though Maxine Waters, they've proven, has given her daughter about $1.8 million a year because she works on the campaign fund for like the past 12 years. Oh, man. A week of action starter kit, meaning, by the way, of guilt labeling the products as an educator can either choose to, A, do nothing and breed ignorance, two, buy the bare minimum for your school or the starter kit, or three, give a fuck and buy the big money package. That's fucked marketing all the way around. Screw the collective village, get out of my way, and let me free to provide for myself or, or die trying. Amen. Douglas says, Arnie, white lives don't matter. Oh, God, no. No, of course they don't. Oh, Jesus. Scott says, what if you try to do Police Appreciation Week and had a Blue Lives Matter subject matter in school? Oh, that, that, that shit ain't happening. Andrew then goes on to say, I so dearly miss the American spirit of John Wayne, Davy Crockett, Sam Houston, Wyatt Earp. Those are my heroes. 100 years ago, Fred said, you're hung. It means something completely different today. And we have a black uh, potent. Oh, did they announce it? Has it been announced? We have breaking news. Hold on a second. Let me go here. Boy, he didn't wait. He didn't waste any time, did he? Shit. Please say this is. Let's go. Um. I'm not getting it anywhere yet. Oh wait. I I have not seen it. Oh, oh, and well, POTUS. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, I, I apologize for that. By the way, by the way, uh, thank God for websites like Fox News. Hold on, let me, let, let, let me, let me open up CNN real quick to see what their lead story is, because I have oh, lead story is January 6th panel. They're still on January 6th over on CNN. Fox News at least today is doing something genuine. At least I hope. Their head sto- headline story is honoring a hero. Now, I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, this is racism because it's honoring a cop. Thousands of police again are on the streets of New York as they honor a fallen colleague, a man who was gunned down, Wilbert Mora. Now, this isn't quite as large as the other day, but it's still big. Now, I'm sure that fucking actress in New York is going to be saying things. So they're out honoring him today. And by the way, this man, this New York City police officer, donated his organs and saved five human lives. Take that in for a minute. Wilbert Mora, who was gunned down, along with his partner, Jason Rivera, murdered, ambushed, 
And we have actresses out there. Not good ones. Not ones that are worth a fuck. But complaining about the streets being closed down in New York. And she's going to complain again today because they're closed again. This guy donated his organs and saved five people's lives. That right there is the kind of stories we need to be telling our kids. That's what should be, I don't necessarily think, taught in school. And But this is real. Whoopi Goldberg goes out there and says probably the most anti-Semitic thing ever said on television. And gets a two-week suspension. Joe Rogan says, do your own thing. Try these other medicines because these vaccines aren't working. And by the way, they haven't been. And the president of the United States of America and the White House say that Spotify, his platform, isn't doing enough. And they're trying to curtail his free speech on a worldwide platform. Now, you see, if I had it my way and I could curtail free speech, that actress who said what she said the other day would be in jail. You want to play games? Look, look. see, this is the problem that nobody sees. Nobody sees what the problem is. I pointed out a number of times. This is like that stupid fucking ride you see at the state fairs and at Six Flags. I've always known it as the Conquistador ride. And right now we have swung so far to the left we're upside down. And we're stuck there. We're not falling out of the cart yet. But we're pretty fucking scared. Something's going to happen. A maintenance guy is going to come and fix a few things. And that thing is going to swing to the right. And let me tell you, it is going to swing so far right, I'm going to be spewing liberal connotations in the next 15, 20 years. Because we've gone too far right. Some people might say, well, there's no such thing. Throwing an actress in jail for saying what she said, that's going too far. But that's where we're going. I was excited to see when the governor uh, here let state employees serve as substitute teachers because they're in need. City of Moore, Oklahoma had cops come substitute teach third grade classrooms. That was awesome. Think about how much those kids learned interacting with cops at that age in a positive and respectful way. Yes. Arise, Oklahoma is taking a cue from New Mexico. We've been doing that for a couple weeks now. I love it. I love that. You know, and this is the thing I always tell people. I've asked cops about this. I've known a lot of cops in my career because, you know, I'm very, very pro-police. I'm very, very pro-civil servants. I don't like that name for them either, but, you know. But I am very pro them. 
And the one thing I've asked them, I said, what bothers you? And they say, especially cops, instead of teaching your kids, when you go into, if you're in a grocery store or any kind of setting and you see a police officer, what cops want you to say to your kids is, hey, Johnny or Lola, I I don't want to leave girls out, and Lola, yes, is the best name that I could come up with. Um, instead of saying, oh, he's going to get you, if you're bad, he's going to come after you, say, hey, if you're in trouble, this man will help you, or this woman officer will help you. That's what they want you to teach your kids. But you're trying to be the funny person and go, ooh, you're going to be bad, and this guy's going to come and arrest you. Don't teach him that. These conservative networks need to start offering Rogan deals to come to their platforms. His followers will go there no matter what their political ideology falls. Yeah, but he won't. That's the thing. Joe Rogan won't. That's the thing I like about Rogan. Is that all these platforms, he's going to end up probably having to go to one of those platforms. And that's sad. Because Joe Rogan isn't conservative. And he's not liberal. He does a much better job of saying things than I do. I'll admit to that. I know where I, I I know where my limitations are. But I agree. He'll he's going to end up having to go to one of those if he wants to continue his job. Uh, Hot Stephanie says, "Have to agree with you on this. Whoopi's entitlement and lack of education or awareness to what is coming out of her mouth went beyond the limit." Both sides should be outraged, and she's absolutely should be canceled indefinitely. Yes. Yes, she should. If we look, look, and I'm not in the business of canceling, but I don't want people canceled. I want her to be able to make a wage, but not doing that job anymore. She should be fired immediately from ABC. ABC lost all their credibility. Lost every bit of credit. Remember, they didn't they, what, what did they fire? Now, I don't know. I, I know that they fired the guy from uh, The Bachelor, the original host of The Bachelor. Didn't, didn't they fire that dude? What did they fire that dude over? Wasn't it some bullshit? Oh, he defended. They fired him for defending the girl who went to a, a, a sorority party five years before. As part of a sorority, and it was one of those Southern Cotillion-type deals. Now, I do not believe there were any stars and bars hanging, because I'm not going to call it the Confederate flag anymore, because that's not what it is. But it was a Southern party and all this kind of stuff. And they fired him for defending her for having to go. Fired her. Whoopi Goldberg says... The Holocaust wasn't about race. And she gets suspended. I have had it. I have had it with a double fucking standard. This has got to stop. We, we, the collective us, are the ones that have to stop it. Yes, the, the left eats our own. And, and this is the thing, Douglas. When the conquistador goes too far right, the right will be eating each other. 
Hold on a second. Okay, I've got you on speakerphone. What's up? Hey, sorry to call. I'm driving. I just wanted to touch base on the whole Joe Rogan thing. Mm -hmm. I understand, like, whatever. People can get mad about Joe Rogan. What I want to know is why are we mad about Joe Rogan on Spotify when literally R. Kelly is still on Spotify? (laughs) Just a question. (laughs) Oh, that's fucking fantastic. Yeah, amen to that. Well, hey, drive safe. Uh, I'll let you go, but thanks for calling. That's hot Stephanie, everybody. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye. That's funny. That is such, That that's so funny. Correct the mundo. I mean, they still have a guy who pissed on women and raped them and set them on fire. But Joe Rogan says to take some ivermectin. And he is the ghoul of the world. (laughs) And the girl that went to the party is back together uh, with the Black Bachelor. Her going to the party didn't destroy their relationship. Dumb to fire Chris. I didn't even know it was a black guy that she was going out with. He didn't have a problem with it. But they fired Chris Hansen for saying that she probably had to go because she's in the sorority. I can't make this shit up. We truly do live in idiocracy now. Haters want to hate, lovers want to love. I don't even want none of the above. I want to piss on you. Yes, I do. I'll piss on you, R. Kelly. (laughs) I mean, you think of it. You think of the rock stars out there. Movie stars, I mean, honestly, this this is getting to be so, who have broken the law so heinously, but they're still on the platforms. Joe Rogan, though, Ah, we got to get rid of him. The White House, the the commander-in-chief, a man who has so much on his plate right now, including fucking dementia. Corn Pop was a bad dude. What a stupid son of a bitch. I mean, and he's coming out and talking about Joe Rogan. Really? No, they're not doing enough. By the way, uh, and I'm not trying to be a dick here. I do not know this. Has the White House come out and publicly said anything about these two New York officers? Hmm? Has the White House said anything? I I, I, I I haven't seen Jen P. Sucky say it. And if she has, please let me know because I'd like to find it and play it and see what... I, I, I will give respect to the other side. I love your roller coaster analogy. It's so true. And yes, people, it goes both ways. It doesn't matter what tribe you belong to. Everyone is capable of sin. Amen, brother, it is. Look, man, I'll tell you right now, if y'all knew half the shit that I did growing up, I mean, nothing felonious or anything. I didn't fucking abuse animals or, or, or people. But I'd be canceled. Half the jokes I've told, shit. People want to cancel me for that. 
Remember, I have had an entire page of 75,000 people canceled on TikTok for jokes. Did you see that The Rock said Joe Rogan's statement on Neil Young flap was a good thing and he wants to be on the show? Coming soon, The Rock is quasi-canceled. People are going to bench to Netflix or Amazon to pull The Rock's movies. No, because The Rock's about... The, the, this is, see, this is the thing that I don't get. I do not get this. This all of a sudden stopped at The Rock had, because I saw this story yesterday. I saw that The Rock wants to be on Joe Rogan's show. Didn't The Rock, who supports Joe Rogan, didn't The Rock also support Joe Biden? Hmm. How's that going to go over in the old White House? Oh, I do believe, as we say in the South, like a wet fart in church. Oh, the White House has not commented on any murdered cops. Well, I know they didn't say anything about the Stockton firefighter. I, I, I've heard the, the bullshit of why that guy shot him. I, I'm not buying any of it. You don't shoot firefighters. Hey, first of all, you don't shoot cops. You don't shoot anybody, all right, unless they're Russians and they're invading. I said and invading, not just for being Russian. Now, I'm kidding. Don't shoot anybody. But you especially, especially, let's not shoot at the police. I get it. They're trying to stop you from doing what you want to do. I get it. I get it. I get it. It's wrong, though, okay? The fire department, you don't shoot at the fire department, ever. The only person that can shoot at the fire department is an arsonist. And they're already a fucking loser because they're an arsonist. But if you're not an arsonist, then you can't shoot at police or or firefighters. And I said it yesterday and I'll say it again today. You shoot at my friends that are firefighters, I will kill you with my bare hands. I'm not taking it back. I will literally rip your fucking throat out. Mm-mm-mm. God damn. Boy, that one pissed me off the other day. <laughs> Almost as much as everything that I've talked about today. If you can tell, I'm in a fucking pissy mood. But, man, oh, man, we've got a lot more stories here. Uh, look, look, I, I'm going to keep my mood. I'm actually in a really good mood. Just because I knew how good today's show was going to be, along with this fucking horseshit groundhog day. Uh, by the way, ca- ca- congratulations, California. I, I I do mean this. A bill that would have created a first of its kind universal health care system has died in California. Good for the legislature. Assembly Bill 1400 was shelved. Now, now we can have a debate about this all day long. You and I can have a debate about this. Anybody who disagrees with me, I'm happy to have this debate. It is not the government's job to take care of your health. The the, the government has one job listed in the Constitution of America— and it's to protect its citizens, not to make sure they're healthy. Okay, it's not their job to take care of their insurance. Okay, it's nowhere in the Constitution, it's nowhere in the Bill of Rights, and it shouldn't be. Okay, that's not their job. 
this whole thing, this, this Obamacare that everybody talked about, that they made a tax and all this bullshit. John Roberts lost all my respect when he did that. This was a bill that was once written, and I did write, read a lot of it. Hand to God, I, I read. It was a 1,400-page bill, and I read, I, I read the parts where, you know, what doctors could do. I had, I had somebody who was a lot smarter than me point out where this stuff was, and I found it. The original health care bill, Obamacare, the original, stated in there that doctors could report patients to the government or authorities if they weren't following the guidelines. Meaning, if the government's going to pay for your health, well, you better get healthy. Otherwise, we're going to put you in jail. That was in the original one that got fucking way smacked down to the bill that it turned into. But I want you to think about that. Here's somebody who's writing this bill that says if you don't follow the doctor's advice and since the government's paying for you, you're in, in kind of breaking the law. So if the doctor told you to lose 40 pounds and you didn't lose any weight, you're going to get arrested? Hmm. And that was in the original bill. And by the way, it never got really any better than that. I have been I have been opposed to these these bills like this forever, and here's the reason why. Because we are not forcing the people that represent us and the people that senate us. I just made senate a verb. <laughs> I mean, the representatives they represent us, right? So the senators would senate us. That's funny, and every one of you motherfuckers knows it. I am. I am going to. I'm. I, that is now going to be a verb like karate. Oh, that guy got the shit karate out of him. You just karate the English language. Um. <laughs> we are not forcing them to do their jobs. You, you know my favorite drop I play on this show. Do your fucking job. And then... You need to grow the fuck up. I need to take that down. You need to grow the fuck up. Yeah, much better. See, this is what we should be saying. I will stomp a mud hole in your ass and walk it dry. That's what we should be saying to him. If you don't do your job, if you... Do your fucking job. If you don't do that, we are going to... I will stomp a mud hole in your ass and walk it dry. Do you know how many, see, they wanted you to rely on the government again. Kind of like communism, socialism, just saying. Okay? They want you to rely on the government for your health care. If you're honest, you will answer this question honestly. They said, oh, no, 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 we're not going after the insurance companies. See, what they should be doing is telling the insurance companies, if you want all these giant tax breaks that your big conglomerates get, then y'all need to start paying ball, playing ball, okay? Make it to where people can buy insurance from other states. Make the insurance, health insurance, all that kind of stuff, 
like car insurance. If you're 40 pounds overweight, we're going to give you insurance, but you have to pay more for it. It's just like driving. If you have a clean driving record compared to someone your exact same age, same sex, same everything, who's been in (laughs) hot Stephanie, who's been in 58 accidents in the last six weeks, her insurance is going to go up. Her insurance is going to be, and maybe not it's her fault, but hey, it is what it is. See, people crashing into you, yeah, your insurance is still going to go up. Even though it's not your fault, your insurance is going to go up, okay? That's you getting cancer. And you didn't do anything. That these people that get lung cancer who never smoked. That's somebody rear-ending you. Your insurance goes up. No fault of your own. You still pay it. So why not do the same with health insurance? If you have underlying conditions or, or, or earlier conditions or previous conditions, whatever the fuck they call it, you have to pay more. Uh, it would ha- it would run into ADA. People can't have genetic or physical impairments. Look, the, the, you, you figure it out. See, you get all the smart people together and you figure it out. Instead of the government saying, we're going to give everybody health care. And we're going to offer it to you. We're going to give you the golden package. That's the best one, right? And it, all it's going to cost you is maybe $50 a month. That's all we want. We want $50 a month from you. Now, now, you go to Allstate or whoever, fucking farmers. I I don't know who does health insurance. I don't know any of that. You go to them, and you go, I want the golden package. And they're going to look at you and go, okay, Uh, that's going to be $600 a month. Okay, so now, answer this question for me, honestly. If you have to have insurance, because when the government put that thing in there, it was a law, and they were going to tax you on it, so you have to buy insurance. Are you going to buy the insurance that's $50 a month that gives you the same coverage as the one that costs you $600 a month? You can answer honestly for me. I, it, it doesn't bother me. I'll answer it for you. I'm buying the $50 one. If I'm getting the same for $50 that, that I'm getting at $600, and do you know what happens then? This is what happens then. It's the exact same insurance. People like Allstate and Farmers, well, they can't compete with that. So what happens? What happens to their millions of employees uh, across the country, hundreds of thousands of employees across the country? They all get fired. Why do they get fired? Well, because nobody's going to buy $600 a month insurance when you can get $50 insurance. Please tell me I'm wrong. Anybody? Anybody want to tell me I'm wrong? And I'm not talking to the $50 a month. That ain't wish. No, that, that, that's the same Amazon shit that you're getting at $600 a month. Now, what happens is when the big companies go out of business like Farmers and Allstate, then all of a sudden that $50 a month turns into Wish. Have you ever ordered anything from Wish? Yeah. Christopher, what's going on in Fresno? 
Hey, big guy. Just dropped off my kids at elementary school. Um, as as a, I wanted to call you because as a former advocate for uh, for universal health care, mm-hmm. uh, I used to be like up and down, swear universal health care. But over the years, I've changed my position on it. Um, and the reason why I was so for it is because the main argument for it was that it brings the bottom up. I, I always thought that it was more important to make sure that everybody at least had a modicum of healthcare. Yeah, um, I agree. And that that was that was worth the trade off because absolutely, you're, if you bring the bottom up, you're going to bring the top down, mm-hmm. right? So instead of people with a lot of money being able to afford and purchase very very nice healthcare, and then all the poor people don't get dog shit, mm-hmm. it, it's it bringing that bottom up. I thought was more important, but then. Later on, what, what what took me off of it was all of the sacrifices you have to make to freedom. And over time, maybe not right away, but over time, you you absolutely will just ruin your society. Oh, absolutely. With, with uh, it, it, if it takes fifty, it might take fifty years. Yeah. But ultimately, oh yeah, the loss of freedom is not worth the the ease of healthcare that you get at the bottom end. And do you know what that leads to, Christopher? This is the funny thing about that. If you look at this, so let's say we went to an, a completely government-run health care, okay? And there are no more businesses out there. So do you know what that means, right? Then, then the only way doctors are going to get paid is if the government pays them. And then right. the government's going to say, well, how much are we really willing to pay you? You have to work here. And you're going to get creepy, shitty doctors now in hospitals. And do you know what Mm -hmm. happens? This is exactly what happens. What you were afraid of, the rear, the bottom, the bottom gets dropped even out more now because the good doctors are doing exactly what they did in Great Britain. They're opening their own practices in their own homes. And they're only taking cash. Yep. And and that's ultimately what universal healthcare will lead to. You, you and there's no way to avoid it. It, it takes a while, mm-hmm. but oh, sure. that's Not exactly where you're heading. Like in our lifetime, we it, it, it would affect us, but it wouldn't affect us like that for another 50s. I under I totally understand, but it is against the idea of America as well, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah, and, and but that that initial sales pitch. Is what gets a lot of people. Like I said, it got me. Mm-hmm. That initial sales pitch is that you bring in that bottom up, and you're you're kind of leveling the play the playing field, you know. Because right now you have people that that are poor, and you know they have to rely on charity to get a lot of their healthcare, mm-hmm. and it's sad. And, and you know, but just because something is sad, or just because something, you know, the, you know, you kind of tries to get that bleeding heart aspect of it. Never, ever, ever trade comfort, comfort and safety for your freedoms. You know, no. what I mean? never give up your freedoms. And that's that's my personal belief. And that's kind of how I've adjusted my my politics over the years. See, and this is the part that makes me the most angry is that people will say they'll say, well, we don't have any way to combat against those big companies charging these outrageous rates. Yes, we do. They're the people that represent us and the people that sent us. That is our mm-hmm. weapon. They yeah. have and, and, and they have competition such good is, is how you is how you fix that market. The, uh, um, yes. What's uh, uh, John McCain? That was what he was running on back in the day. He wanted he wanted across state line 
yes, healthcare absolutely. companies, and he wanted tort reform, those two things would have dramatically made our lives so much better. Mm-hmm. And and we didn't, we never did it. We never did. Instead, we instead we got Obama, and he put the Obamacare in, which for every good thing it did, it also did something bad. It basically was a wash. Yeah. And and uh, oh, it's frustrating. It's so frustrating. Like I wish you could, you wish you could go back in time and just like just tell people or mm-hmm. prove to them, like like I'm from 20 years in the future. You really need to vote for this other guy. <laughs> like, damn it, please. All right, Christopher. Well, I appreciate it, my man. Thank you. All right, buddy. Have have a great day, pal. Uh, That's our our expert movie reviewer, and I will be trying to go to the movies tomorrow night if the roads aren't iced over too much, but I am going to see the new Jackass movie. So there you go. Uh, Hangtown Jen says, I never thought uh, it uh, brought the bottom up. Fuck, let's be honest. The bottom are covered. They have medical Medicaid, Medicare. What it did was fuck the middle. Yeah, I agree. It did nothing to – it did not help the bottom or the top end. Uh, it's those in the mid-range who are struggling to make ends meet while working full-time, and then poof, now required to hold insurance that they can barely afford. And the employees who are now required to help maintain health insurances, they have now less to offer in terms of pay. It was a vicious cycle. And I want everybody to remember this, too. I want you motherfuckers to remember this, too. See, this is me on my old man porch sitting on my swing. At one time... Healthcare was referred to as a benefit. You see, you wanted to work for a good company who offered you those. Benefits were not offered by every company out there. Oh, no, 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 no. We as a people got greedy and entitled. I'm right there in it. Hey. I remember when I got hired full-time, my first radio station, Hit Kickin' New Country, K-Hit 104.5 in Reno, Nevada. I was hired full-time. And that company offered benefits. And I was happy to pay those benefits because I was no longer on my parents' health care plan. And I needed it at that time, I guess. You know, I was, I was way more active. I worked out a lot, played softball, so chances of me getting hurt or something. But, hey, I've got that because it's a, that's right, let's say it all together, benefit. But now it's an entitlement. Now it's one of those things where we go to a job and we won't take the job unless there's benefits. And the ways that other com- companies battled that was they offered you a higher wage. No benefits, but a higher wage. Pretty much benefits. They're going to pay you pretty much what you're going to need to buy insurance. See, there was competition. Uh, hang down. Uh, let's see. Uh, I made it through interview one. Oh, Cowboys girl asked her if she got the job. Good, good, good. Yes, happy birthday, Alicia. Have a great day. Uh, let's see. Stray Fire says healthcare is a finite resource. So are houses. The government thinks they can give healthcare to everyone. Let's see them do it with housing first. You know what, Stray Fire? You lead me into such an amazing. It's like you were sitting here going, "Hey, hey, why don't we why don't we tie this into this story?" Because this story is. I didn't have this story coming up for until like the last part of the show. But since you said that, 
How do I have that written? Uh, oh, six. There we go. There it is. You remember that little thing that happened called Hurricane Katrina? Remember that? How it destroyed New Orleans? Thanks to the government who stole all the levy money. But, but the Louisiana government, that is. Um, you remember Brad Pitt ran there said, Hey, I'm Brad Pitt. Now, I like Brad Pitt. But Brad Pitt built 109 affordable homes in Louisiana. 109 homes. That's at pretty much at his own cost. $26.8 million it cost him. All the houses were sold for $150,000. So hold on a second here. I want to see if there's a profit to be made. 109 times 150,000. So we go zero, zero, zero. We go zero, 45. Where's my calculator? Hold on. I'm, I'm just going to do this fucking shit. I ain't going to do the damn math. 109 times 150, $16 million. So he wasn't profiting on this at all. He's doing this out of the goodness of his heart. Due to mold, termites, and rotting wood, Only six of the houses <laughs> are in livable condition. By the way, none of the houses were built to withstand New Orleans climate. <laughs> I saw that yesterday and almost fell over. Oh, only six of the houses. Six. Now, look, like I said, I like Brad Pitt. I watched a documentary on Brad Pitt once. Uh, Yes, I did jerk off the entire time. But he's a good old boy from Missouri. Went to the University of Missouri, and he was like 20 credits short of graduating with his journalism degree. But he had an odd fascination for architecture. I'm not kidding. This is real. He's like George Costanza. He always wanted to be an architect. <laughs> hey, Brad, today, my friend, you get one of the biggest ever. I mean, I did the trombone because it's New Orleans. That's fucking great. Uh. Two of, them, two of the homes have been demolished because of severe mold, and New Orleans city officials are now seizing one of the properties as a safety hazard. I'm about to pee myself. <laughs> a majority of the homes are riddled with construction-related problems that have led to mold, termites, rotting woods, and flooding. That is so fucking great. 
Uh, let's see. The originally released version of the ACA required people to have health insurance. It's fucking expensive. It's so expensive, in fact, it contributed to stressing my uncle into a fatal fucking heart attack. Fuck universal health care and all the lazy, entitled idiots who support it. Amen to that. And Ogre, I, did, I had no idea. I'm sorry about that. Uh, Ghost says, caller from Fresno, you are correct. If more Californians could pull their head out of their ass like you did and smell the real world, we'd be heading in the right direction. Well, it's not California, Fred. No, 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 no. Let's stop. Let's stop going after. We all know better. We all know my comedy is not about low-hanging fruit. California is about the lowest-hanging fruit out there. And I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm not telling you not to hate the the government that's there. It's low-hanging fruit. The root of the problem, you can see it every single day. All you got to do is buy a mirror because we, the people, have allowed this to happen. Conservatives will say, well, no, I didn't. But you did. You didn't fight hard enough. You didn't vote enough. It's all the left's fault. I like to say that, but I know it ain't true. The left won't say it's all the right's fault. That's not true. It's all our faults. We've allowed all this. Do you know what our national debt is now? Yesterday they announced the national debt is at $30 trillion. Did you know that the national debt started in 1776? 1776. The first time it hit a trillion dollars was after World War II. It took 200 years to acquire $1 trillion in debt. Now, from 1945 to today is less than 100 years, and it's gone up $29 trillion? We, the people, have allowed that. I know, right? Isn't that amazing? Look it up. I dare you. You Holy shit. Bernie knows his shit. I heard somebody talking about it, and I researched it, and it turned out that was true, so now I know that. Ogre is back. He said, healthcare is not a right. Rights are inalienable concepts and freedoms to do or think things. Healthcare predicted upon someone else's labor. Universal healthcare would force you to pay for someone else's circumstances or bad choices. Yes, universal healthcare says, I'm leeching your labor and resources to benefit someone else. Oh, my God. Correct-a-mundo. I mean, I, I need to get it. Correct-a-mundo, a-mundo. Correct-a-mundo, a-mundo, a-mundo. That's all it does. Yes. I don't know when it started. I've talked about this on the show a lot of times. I don't know when everybody started acquiring all these different rights. The right to be offended. That's nowhere in the Bill of Rights. The, oh, what's that? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, ah. The right to health care. 
the right to drive. That's my favorite one is the right to drive. <laughs> These are not rights that you have. Healthcare is not a right in America. I, I don't think the founding fathers, I won't call them framers because I think that's fucking gay. And, and anybody who says that they're the founding framers. Oh, those guys are facts. <laughs> um, they weren't sitting around going, you know, someday this country's going to be so big. There's going to be cities from sea to shining sea. Ooh, I like that. Let me put that in a song. And, we're, you know, people are going to get sick. So we're going to have to build these structures. Let's call them, I don't know. Hey, John Hospital, what would you like to call them? Oh, let's call them hospitals. All right, we'll write that down. I don't know if they were named after a guy named John Hospital, but it makes a good story. But they weren't thinking that. They didn't put in there, well, we got we got to provide health care. No, what they were looking at was, you know, man is part of government, and, you know, man is bad. So we have to let the people defend themselves against that man. That's the kind of shit they were thinking of. Uh, I got my ticket for Jackass tomorrow, big guy, so don't worry if you can't make it out. If the roads are icy, go ahead and stay home. I got your back, boss. All right, well, cool. I'm going to see it no matter what. But, yes, thank you, buddy. Uh, Great kids think alike, and dumb minds seldom differ. Mine's goddamn it, Siri. Uh, And you know what was awkward? Bit the whole you have to have insurance thing for the first five years I was self employed. I couldn't afford uh, out of my budget $750 a month for insurance. That's what I was quoted for self employed. I could afford to keep insurance on my sons every year at tax time. Accountant had to remind me of the fine I may incur for not having any insurance. They asked me to sign an acknowledgement that goes with my taxes. For fuck's sake, they have my 70 year old tax lady policing the insurance policy. Mm hmm. What, wait, wait, I want to go there. Yeah, remember it was a tax. The IRS was coming after you. Yeah, you, you tell me that wasn't a money grab. Now, come on. They knew exactly what they were doing. That was they, they would fucking tax you on it. It was bullshit. But, Arnie, they were sustainable housing. I prefer those houses that last longer than most lifetimes. Oh... And I believe his brother is a general contractor. Oh, that's so fantastic. If Peter Dinklage was gay, he'd be low-hanging fruit. Oh, my God, the Vikings signed Jim Harbaugh? Wait, hold on a second here. Whoa, he left Michigan? Why, I'm not seeing it anywhere. Are they just talking today? Oh, I've got this story about the NFL, too, about this guy suing. Like I said, man, I who knows? I might not go off the air today. I have to because today we got to go. Today, you know, sadly, tomorrow usually is. Um, Bucky's yay. Bucky's yay. Yeah. But with the ice on the road, we ain't going to be able to go. And, well, I'm low on snuff. And if you don't want me to start stabbing people, we got to get Arnie a snuff. Just saying. Um, oh, so they, I, I know that he's meeting with them. Wow, that's something. Jim Harbaugh back to the NFL. So I just Googled those houses. Every single one of them is different, contemporary-style homes. Each stands out. Maybe, just maybe, he should have perfected the box we call a ranch house before trying this contemporary shit filled with complex lines and shit. 
bound to have issues. Yes, they weren't built to withstand the muggy, wet fucking climate of New Orleans. It is literally a swamp. I'm not talking bad about it. I'm not calling it a shithole. It's one of the oldest cities in America. And it sits below sea level. Yeah, it's you're going to need to do a little bit of little bit of thought there on the old climate. Uh, and I do believe the only time it's ever been paid off was when Andrew Jackson did it. Uh, the the debt, yeah. Fuck my union unless you're in the in Colorado. They work for their employees. Yeah. I just spit through my mask from that Fast Times Spicoli clip. Well, good. Good, good, good. I like that. Duh. That's why I did it. Uh, thanks a lot for Harbaugh, you fuck. Great. <laughs> I didn't do it. Steph said he's interviewing. Uh, no, he has an interview. Okay, Steph is just hopeful. I keep seeing a lot of chatter about Sean Payton and the Cowboys. So do I. So do I. Please send Tony money for stuff. Yes, please send me money. Well, at least he'll have four wins this year against the Bears and Lions. <laughs> the Vikings should just hire John Gruden. It worked well for the Raiders. Hey, man, I I got to give it up. I like John Gruden. I do. I, I, I've always liked John Gruden. A little rough around the edges. I like that. I don't think he's ever going to work in the NFL again. I think they've tarnished. I think the NFL did their best to tarnish his name, besmirch him. <laughs> yeah, okay, we got a nice game day. <laughs> the Cowboys would have to give the Saints compensation because they have the rights. Okay, I'm okay with that. We'll give him. Com- I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll give you Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott. How about that? You take over their gigantic contracts. We'll take Sean Payton, and we're gonna make a phone call, and we're gonna call Aaron Rodgers. Well, well, actually, Aaron's gonna be our second call. We're gonna call that number in in Tampa, and go, Hey, Tom. How about one more try? Tom's going to be like, no, 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 I can't come back to the league. All right, Tom, well, hey, we wanted to try. Hang that phone up. Boop, 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 boop. Call in California. Hey, Aaron, I know you're a free agent. Oh, I know you said you'd never play for Mike McCarthy, but how about Sean Payton? Oh, you'd love to play for Payton? Well, just sign with Dallas. Here's Dak. Here's Zeke. Bye. Bye. Oh, fuck yeah, I'd take Gronk. Yeah, if, if, if they called up, if, if Tom called me back. Said, hey, I'm interested in being a cowboy. Oh, my God. I could not get a Tom Brady jersey fast enough. Hey, you got to take Gronk. Signed. I would be willing to put Tom Brady almost. I can't say this. No, this would be bad. 
I'd almost put him in the Ring of Honor. Almost. The Ring of Honor at Cowboy Stadium, the most sacred place for Cowboy fans. Tom, you could be up here. I wouldn't make that offer to Aaron. No, 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 no. I like Aaron Rodgers, but... Oh, by the way, I'd get an Aaron Rodgers jersey, too. That ain't going to happen, though. You see, this is me living my fantasy life. Oh, Cincinnati ain't going to call. If Cincinnati calls, I would give them our first-round pick for the next two years, Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott, for Joe Burrow. Go Tigers. Would you get a TB12 tattoo? No. I have a personal rule. I, I, I have a personal rule when it comes to my tattoos. No professional sports team logos. I've never had a professional team logo tattooed on me. And there's one reason and one reason why. You Oakland Raider fans know. You L.A. Raider fans know. And in, I don't know, 10, 15 years, you Vegas fans will know. Teams move. I couldn't, I, if, the Cal, it, if any of my teams moved, if the Rangers moved out of Texas, I would never follow them again. I'd hate them. They would almost force me to become a fucking Astros fan. Do you know how disgusting, ugh, I almost threw up. <laughs> Cowboys left, fucking NFL is over for me. Done. See, I have a Longhorn logo because the University of Texas ain't going nowhere. Especially their football team. But no, no TB12 cowboy tattoo. Hate to say it, but he would look good as a cowboy. Oh, he would look phenomenal. We'll trade you Jimmy Garoppolo for a mop bucket or a 24-pack of toilet paper. How great is it going to be when Jimmy Garoppolo goes to Tampa? How great is that going to be? I'm calling it. I am calling that shot right. I am Babe Ruth at bat pointing out to fucking left center. Because he got behind that one. I'm calling that shot. Jimmy Garoppolo will be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer next year. Hand to God. Um, Let's see. Um... (laughs) Yeah, but would also have to give up. I'd give him up for Joe Burrow? Oh, yeah. Mike's got a Yankee tattoo. I think he's safe, though. Oh, yeah, look, look. There's certain, look, I could get a Dallas Cowboys tattoo because they ain't going to go anywhere. But just in case they do. It's just one of those just in case. Just wait till the Longhorn is labeled racist somehow and then get it canceled. Oh, I'm sure they're going to try. If Carapolo goes to Tampa Bay, it'll show just how shitty and inept Bruce Arians is. Oh, it will. I mean, that's just fucking great right there. Uh, by the way, the I guess the Olympics start tonight, or tomorrow night, the Olympics start. Anybody give a fuck about the Olympics? There is one reason. One reason and one reason only to watch the Olympic Games this year. Actually, there's a couple reasons. One, just to see how fucking bogus all of fucking China is, because ain't going to nobody be at these games. 
Oh, uh, me, I do. The reason to watch these games is because Olympic officials in Taiwan have said, yep, we're going to be there. We're going to be a part of the opening ceremonies in China. Well, fuck you, China. Woo! I'm rooting for Beijing. I don't know how many team, how many people they got. I don't think it's going to be a whole lot. But I am rooting for every Taiwanese athlete this year. This is the year that the Taiwanese can have their Jesse Owens moment. When Jesse Owens ran in the 1936 Berlin Games, a black man in Germany destroying Germans. Woo! As Ric Flair would say. If you didn't know this little fact about the Olympics, I love to mention this every two years. That wonderful, just heart-melting moment you see. We can remember back to Muhammad Ali and shaking that torch. Remember the time the guy that shot the arrow through and the thing went off, the old, the torch, the Olympic torch. What a beautiful signal or symbol of the Olympic Games. I, like many others, thought, hey, that started back in old Roman days. You know, when the Olympics were were put together every four years, and it was a peaceful time. See, the Olympics were games that the world played in for hundreds and hundreds of years before NBC ruined it. (laughs) I should have said television, but NBC was so much closer. Um, And they would, it wouldn't matter if there was war going on. They would take time out of whatever, you know, the Galapagans against the Felicians. They would say, hey, Olympics are going on. We got to stop. They were respected. So I thought, oh, yeah, it goes back to then where athletes would run with torches. And sadly, sadly, I'd I'd be. So I'm watching Real Sports with Bryant Gumbel, that white guy, one night. And he's doing an inside look at the International Olympic Committee, the most crooked organization in the world. If you think politics are bad, get into the politics of the Olympics, and they're even worse. But I digress. Um, No, no, no. See, they take a deep dive into it. And do you know the first games where uh, an athlete would run with a a, a torch, the Olympic torch? The first games were held in the 20th century. It happened to be in 1936. And those games were in Berlin. Berlin. Hmm. Which was being run by? Oh, that that's right. Who who are they being run by? Oh uh, man, I, I gotta find I gotta find this thing here. Hold on. Uh, oh oh, they were run by Hitler. What do you think about Hitler? Um, I don't know who that is. Right. Or what he does. No no no. I'm assuming that's some kind of rapper. Yeah. But yeah, so really cool rapper. Um. 
I'm assuming he's some kind of big rapper. No, no. You can no. tell it's like a rapping name. Y'all come up with all type of names. Yeah, like <laughs> but whoever he is, Hitler. Um, I'm sure he's amazing. Right? Amazing, amazing. I like his name to be honest. Hitler. Yeah, I believe that was the actual. The actual, like, the, the, they were sitting at a table at Time Magazine in 1936 when they voted him Man of the Year, way back before Person of the Year. Yes, in 1936, Adolf Hitler was named Time Magazine. I, it might have been 1935, right around that time. And uh, MC Holocaust. <laughs> and Hitler had this guy that worked for him, like kind of his right-hand man. He named him a minister of propaganda. His name is Joseph Goebbels. Okay? And I'm writing this down because I, I'm just nervous and twitchy today. Joseph Goebbels went to his boss and he said, Zing! I'll do it in English so everybody understands it. He said, Boss, we got the Olympics this year. All the world's press is going to be here. Because before TV, but they could film shit. All the press is going to be here. Let's show them how much Germany dominates the rest of the world. Hitler's like, yeah, dude, I'm down with that. I might throw that in one of my funky-ass beats. Because he's a rapper. Uh, Okay, uh, let's see. Uh... You're partially correct. The torch relay started in 36 by the German sports minister. However, it was 28. The lighting of the torch and the stadium was reintroduced. It came from ancient Greece, origin based on mythology of Prometheus, the titan who gave fire to humanity. Now, I appreciate that hope. Now, not many people are ever going to research it that much. They're just going to know that Joseph Goebbels said, hey, let's show them German athletes running around the countryside showing how awesome we are by carrying fire to this day. See, this is the part that I hate about it, is that the Greek origins, I have no fire problem with fire being used. This isn't a, an anti-fire thing. The running of the torch was all started by Joseph Goebbels, a Nazi. Now, the... The rule of the Nazis were to eliminate anyone that wasn't pure German. Aryan, if you will. That was, that was, that, look, and Jews, they, they were a lower class, they were lower than rats. But these guys were in charge of the games. And the running of the torch has not stopped since then. So, the next time that these games are in America, when you hear the torches coming through town, instead of saying, oh, how cool that is, maybe give a Zig Heil salute when it runs by. Deep shit, huh? But that's why I'm rooting for fucking Taiwan in the Olympics. If Taiwan wins any medals, let let, let me ask this question. If if somebody from Taiwan medals in something, will they be allowed to leave China? 
I, I'm asking seriously here. You know, we heard about that that Chinese tennis player who spoke out against President Z and whatever, and has gone missing, and then showed up one day, and it hasn't been seen since. Um, do you think if an athlete here, I got the Jeopardy music, because I got to put dip in. Uh, do you think if an athlete from Taiwan wins a medal, they will be allowed to leave? But Goebbels didn't come up with the idea. It was Carl Diem, sports minister, who got it from. Got it from a Jewish archaeologist. Goebbels was in charge of the Olympics, but probably just okay to torch. Yeah, look, I appreciate everything, Ogre. But just keep pointing out that it was, it like, I like that it was a Jewish archaeologist that came up with it. Like, fucking, but it's still the the whole idea of it, it's it's the Nazis. I, I just, I, I find it so fascinating that in a world that we live in, there are people that know the entire story like Oak, and then there are people that know partial of the story like me. But, it's the gentleman, but, do you think she's allowed to leave, or he, the athlete? If they if they have a Taiwanese athlete that medals in any any sport in the Olympics, do you think they'll let him leave China? Play, damn it! Jeff Zucker resigns from CNN. Who's Jeff Zucker? Should I know Jeff Zucker? I don't watch CNN, so I I, I can't tell. Um, sure, I think they will. I don't think they. You think? Uh, well, um, do Egerns have a choice to be educated? No choice, really. It, it's a world event. We're going to notice a missing player. Well, we noticed that missing tennis player, but she still hasn't completely resurfaced. Oh, he's the head honcho of CNN? Oh. Well, no wonder why it's not on CNN. Oh, wait. CNN boss Jeff Zicker quits over a relationship with colleagues? Uh-oh. His wiener was out. As a part of the investigation into Chris Cuomo's tenure at CNN, I was asked about a consensual relationship with my closest colleagues. Someone I've known, worked with for more than 20 years, Zucker told employees in a memo, I acknowledge the relationship evolved in recent years. I was required to disclose when it began. So he was fucking somebody there. Was he fucking Chris Cuomo? Allison Golist. I like how this is written on CNN. <laughs> the CNN just fucked this guy over. <laughs> Let me read how it's written. Zucker did not mention his colleague's name in the memo. But the relationship is with Allison Golist, the chief marketing officer for CNN. Golist is remaining at CNN. He didn't out her, but CNN sure as fucking did. That's funny. 
That is hilarious. <laughs> Good shit right there. Oh, man. Yeah, that's why he's quitting. Oh, okay. Okay. I think maybe somebody had his wiener in the cookie jar there. Well, he had a, he admits to having his wiener in the cookie jar, but I'm betting it's a lot more than that one cookie jar. Ah, I'll save that one. Save this one. Oh, good news to report. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez announces that she will be taking a break from Twitter after being caught maskless and catching the horrible and deadly coronavirus. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is back on Twitter. (laughs) Oh, my God. That shit couldn't write itself better for me yesterday. I got this story that she is taking a break from Twitter because of her getting the coronavirus while she was down in Florida. And it didn't even last 20 hours. She was back on Twitter 20 hours later. That's quite the break you took there, hun. Well, way to give it your almost. Uh, Oh, goodness gracious, how the fuck do I get through my day without AOC tweets? She's back. I mean, we we can go like this. Where the hell is it? Here. Oh, my God. Hold on. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Two trailer park girls go round the outside. Round the outside, round the outside. important she announces a break from twitter only to tweet 20 hours later oh like i said i can't write this shit she made a statement i'm off twitter in less than 24 hours later she's back on and this is the woman who was elected by her peers to represent them she can't even stick to her own word for one full day ken dog says these people are fucking nuts and they think they can run the country fuck me that's a true politician in the making. I mean, that that right there, I will say this right now. It don't get more politician speak than this. Oh. Do what we... Oh, let me start it over. It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. 
Every day it is time for us to agree that there are things and tools that are available to us to slow this thing down. She said nothing. She said absolutely, positively nothing. That that is political speak. This is political action. She's too full of herself and she hasn't been getting enough attention. She only got off Twitter to get back in the news. Exactly. I don't know how people elect her. I, I, I really don't. I mean, I... I, I, I don't get it. I don't know how she was. I know the first time that she was elected, she was only elected because like 16,000 people voted for her. In the last election, it was like 160,000 or 200,000 people elected her or she got votes from. That's because she became word of mouth. And I said I was going to stop talking about her, but when she does things that geniusly bad, I mean, hey, I, I got to talk about it. I got to talk about it. Um, let's see. What are we going to do here? Uh, oh, uh, this is the last story of, of this for a second. This is why our, our current leader. Corn Pop was a bad dude. I promise you, the president has a big stick. Go, <laughs> Brandon. I agree. What a stupid son of a bitch. Um. Joe Biden met with the Senate Judiciary Leaders on Tuesday, and he reminded them of something. That the United States Constitution is always evolving. Now... Quote, you know, there's always a renewed national debate every time we nominate any presidential nomination of justice because the Constitution is always evolving slightly. See, this is where I I need the media to do their job. And go, excuse me, can you give me an example? Do you know the last time that the United States Constitution was changed? It was in May 1992. The 27th Amendment was enacted. I don't know what it was. I just looked it up to see when it was enacted. The last time. That is 30 years ago that the Constitution of the United States of America was amended, meaning evolved. It's not always evolved. This is what we live by. This is our rule. This is America. Have there been amendments? Yes. Yes. But it's not always evolving. It takes time to evolve. It takes pain to uh, to evolve. Look what happened in the 50s and 60s. 
what it took for this country to evolve. This country is not strong enough to evolve like that ever again. If shit like that happens, like happened in the 60s, happens again from today on, we will crumble as a society. Because we're not strong enough to do it. And that's why it's not always evolving. Do I think that America needs to evolve more? Absolutely. I absolutely do believe it. We have to evolve, like, revolve almost, to go back to saying that making jokes and doing things isn't hurting people. Grow up. Do your fucking job. You know, like we used to. Stop getting so fucking butthurt over everything that is said or done. I'd be willing to allow the Washington Redskins to reissue the Redskins name, even though I hate that team. They're not poking fun at them for being... Then you're going to have to close every fucking... And there are a few of these shops out there. Repair shops that are called the Honest Engine. Now, come on. There's one in Reno. I, I know of it. This whole idea that this guy is running our country. Dear God. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's going to do it for I got to take a break. But believe me, I, I, I'm still fucking. I, I, oh, Jesus. Oh, there's so many more good stories coming up, I promise you. Uh, 775-357-FANS. You know, I, I, I talked about that that one shot, but no. See, you don't want to go to a place like that. If you got to get your car fixed, you're going to get your car fixed at Patriot Diesel. That's right. Why? Because they're patriots. These are the people that we want fixing our cars. If you need diesel maintenance, Power Stroke, Duramax, common specialists, you go to Patriots. You don't go to anybody else. Check them out. 800 Sweet D, Roseville, Riverside Avenue. And the rumor is that Sweet D isn't only just a location. And they are in charge of the music on the show, so here you go. You're cheating hard. Cry and cry and try to sleep, but sleep won't come the whole night through. You're cheating heart will tell on you when tears come down like falling rain. I do. 
cheating heart will tell on Oh. 
Johnny State Show, also known as Ass. Your ass look good. I'm gonna violate that. Wait, no, that's not. Wait, wait. Word. Call 775-357-FANS. No, nobody died. I just like that song a lot. That's all. Uh, Special Gale says this song reminds me of a joke I heard today. Uh, Arnie, if you're going to have Satana as one of your pallbearers so she can let you down one more time. Oh, that's funny. That is funny. Oh, I know a couple others. I've I've already got that thing all worked out. No. (laughs) By the way, by the way, I'm sorry to say I didn't get this uh, until this morning, Bradley. So, uh, real quick, uh, we, we, we have a listener mail. I didn't get till this morning, and I apologize for not reading it uh, yesterday when you sent it. But uh, And you know, listener mails, they're sponsored by JS Floors, the best in the West, better than the rest. That, that, let me, that, don't even talk about the rest. The rest, I have found this out through sources. They go to schools around the, wherever they are. Acting like they're going to change the the school's floors for them. And what they do is they become snarkies. Do you know what a snarky is? They smell girls' bicycle seats. That's right. That's what's happening right now. You know who doesn't smell girls' bicycle seats? My good friend Jesse at JS Floors. Give him a call, 775-267-4123, and say, Hey, Jesse, I appreciate that you do not smell girls' bicycle seats. We need floors put in pronto, and it will happen. <laughs> the rest say the Holocaust wasn't about race. <laughs> Arnie's pallbearers will be John Deere and Caterpillar. Bubba's going to die if he doesn't get his act together. Amen to that. Um. But uh, real quick, let's let's do this. Oh, what a beautiful morning! Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Now this is from Bradley. I already told you. I I, I have to find the. Uh, let's see, music beds. Oh, where the hell is it? Jesus, man, I am not good today at finding music in here, am I? I know it's in here. Uh, There it is. Okay, I got it now. Um, Hey, Arnie. Hope this isn't too late for mail, but I had a question. I took my wife to see Reba McIntyre on Saturday since Valentine's Day is Super Bowl weekend. That a boy, Bradley. Way to see through it. You're my man, dude. Um, Unfortunately, the concert was at UT Knoxville. Now, that's not the University of Texas. No, 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 no. That is the University of Tennessee. Blech. Blech, 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 blech. God damn it. There it is. Okay. Uh, well, she closed her concert out with that god-awful Rocky Top song. And I sung your version. At the top of my lungs. Well, if you ain't heard it, here you go. Wish I never went to Rocky Top because Tennessee's shit. Ain't no people or place worth seeing there. It's just the real pits. Once I had a girl from Rocky Top. She was a real mean bitch. Every time when I would sleep with her, my dick started to itch. Here we go. Rocky Top. 
love you, Rocky Top. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Yeah. Love it. Sang that at the top of my lungs because I, too, have a hate for everything that is the University of Tennessee. My question is this. Should I have taken the first, second, and third elbow to the rib as a clue that she doesn't want me to sing that song? But in the end, I kept going because (laughs) that is the appropriate and only way to sing that song. Thanks again for bringing joy to even things I hate, like that fucking school in Knoxville. Oh, Oh, that is awesome. Wow, someone loves his wife. Cough, cough. Oh, we've gone to see Reba. They played the Rocky Top song. See, in public is where I would surely get in trouble because I only know the words as Arnie has taught them. I sing them with pride and heart every time and loudly. Did you also get a heart in the bathroom by a former member of the United States? I'd have been right there with you, Bradley. This is Hangtown Jen. I mean, the way it's meant to be sung, as far as I can tell, you did nothing wrong. Oh, Ogre says that's taking one for a team. Oh. <laughs> the rest carry fake degrees from Tennessee. That's good shit right there. I love it. That is awesome, Brad. That makes my day right there. That's good stuff. Uh, All right. You know, this weekend, uh, I talked to Joe yesterday, uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy, and he is not going to be on tomorrow. Not because he can't be on, because this week is kind of a wash week when it comes to the NFL. I mean, yeah, the Pro Bowl and everything, but we're still like a week and a half away from... You know, the Super Bowl. So instead of just talking about the Pro Bowl, god-awful, just stop that. Um, We're going to take a week off, and then Joe's going to come back next week, and Joe's going to get all the crazy bets that are out there for the Super Bowl this year. And he'll explain a lot of them and how some of those work. Like, you know, so-and-so, I don't even know who's in NASCAR anymore. Uh Shit, I really don't know anybody in NASCAR off the top of my head. Uh, but that that the driver is going to lead, you know, more laps than the this team scores in the Super Bowl. All that kind of bullshit. So we're going to have all that, and that's going to be next Thursday. So today what I'll do is I, we will take a look at this year's, you know, festivities. They're in SoFi Stadium. Let's take a look at this one right here. How about this? Ready for this? Super Bowl tickets get more expensive this year. The big game bets makes me want to hear from Carlos. I find it more as amusing the shit he bets on. You know what? I might actually call you. That's a great idea. Call Carlos. I might have Carlos on the show next Friday. I'll have him on. I'll see if I can get him on Friday to do what he's betting on. I like that. That's a great idea, Jen. Thank you. Um. This year's Super Bowl between the Rams 
and the Cincinnati Bengals. Do, do you want to know what the, the price is uh, for tickets right now? The average ticket. The average ticket for this year's game, according to Seat Geek Magazine. Anybody want to take a guess? Hangtown Gents at 725. Here's a prop bet. What makes more income? The ad revenue for the first quarter or Kobe's lawsuit? Is that cheap? Should I go higher? No, just think what do you want to think? The average ticket price. Boom, boom. Ken Dog says 5K. Uriah says $3,000. Mike says a grand. Special Kale says 88, 88, 1,600. Uh, all the numbers are coming in. Ogre says $10,000. Well, the, the price is, Ogre, if this was a double showcase showdown, you would win them both. The average ticket price this year is $10,237. Man. That's for a ticket. One. One dollar, Bob. $10,237. Yeah, the NFL is for every man. Wow. Now, I'm sure there are going to be tickets out there for a lot less and a whole lot more. But really, is this a Super Bowl that you would pay $10,000 to see? I mean, the halftime show is pretty damn good. I got to admit. Snoop Dogg, Dre, Eminem, and then I'll just say others. You can just have those three. My buddy just looked it up, cheapest tickets. Yeah, this is according to SeatGeek, and that's the one that the NFL runs with, I guess. So I just like to see that. I'd like to see what the, the, the ticket price is for the NFL, and there's no way that those are available to you unless you're like a longtime season ticket holder of every team in the league. This is how they do it. First, they start with the two teams that are playing in the game. And they offer all their – whatever tickets that sponsors don't have for the game itself. And they have most of all the good seats. All the sponsors do. All the executives, they get to go to this game. That's who gets to go to it. Now, there's a few out there that, that kind of circulate. But what mainly happens is this. They're offered to the first two teams first. A limited number of season ticket holders are even available to. Then it goes to all the other teams, season ticket holders. And they're offered Super Bowl tickets. But they're second line. Then, then and only then, they're offered maybe to anybody who's ever had Super Bowl tickets before. And then finally, whatever's left, what other dregs are left or sold to people, 
who end up selling them to a second marketplace, and then they mark them up to $10,000 a ticket. Lamest Super Bowl since Broncos versus Falcons. Get rid of the secondary market, and those costs severely drop. Oh, absolutely. See, and that you know what? That brings up something interesting. The markup rate for the, and I've paid for it. Everybody's paid for it if you bought tickets and you weren't, like, in line to buy them or online to buy them behind all these, these companies that buy up all these tickets. You know who's not getting any of that money? That markup money? You know who's not getting any of that? The owners. Now, maybe they have a special deal worked out with Seat Geek or whatever, and they get a cut. That's not a real cut. But do you know who really isn't getting any money from that? The performers and the athletes. I would imagine that probably face value for a Super Bowl ticket. If you were to look at the actual Super Bowl ticket and see the cost on there, I'm betting it's probably about two to three grand. That's all I'll bet for the Super Bowl. And then, look, it's the Super Bowl. That's probably what the the cost is for it. That's a lot of money. I ain't going to lie. That $2,000 a ticket? That's a lot of fucking money. You can't take a family afford to the fucking Super Bowl unless you're the Gates. But it is the Super Bowl. And like I said, I don't have a problem with it. But the problem I have is, is that why don't you allow that to the and, – and I know you have to pay your sponsors and you give your sponsors all those tickets. I'm not talking about that. But this markup that you're not getting any money from, why are players fucking bitching about that? Because if owners are getting a chunk and you know somehow they are, otherwise they wouldn't let this happen. You think Jerry Jones – who charges 500 face face value, $500 for a, a ticket somewhere in Cowboy Stadium. And I know there's one that costs that much. $500 for a ticket. Now, if somebody buys that for $500 and then they put it on the secondary market or the secondary market buys it, which is more likely to happen, now that ticket turns into $1,000. Well, why is Jerry Jones going to give away a thousand five hundred more dollars. It's his stadium. It's his seats. He can put an end to this. The owners, this once again, this is once again, and this is why you know the owners are in on it. And this is why I find it so pitiful and useless. And I am such a huge sports fan that it happens everywhere. And it, it it's so because. They have the power to fix this. They just have to work at it. They just have to. I don't want owners to miss out on any money that's available to them, and I don't want players. But I'm tired of billionaires arguing with millionaires over this, that, and the other. You get to play a game for a living. That's one side. The other side is you get to watch and manage a football team for a living. And you make a fucking great living from it. You don't, you don't really, uh, I, I, 
You work in the NFL. You're making billions of dollars. You could probably make more if you made more tickets available to more real fans. You know, every damn halftime kid gets two tickets. Sure. Owners double dip uh, and get a cut from the original sale and stub hub, and the others also give them cut. Oh, I, I, and that's why nobody's saying anything about this. But hey, I ain't got to worry about it because I ain't worried about going to this year's Super Bowl. I think that will be the major sporting event that I never get to. Maybe not another Stanley Cup. I don't think I'll be able to get to a Stanley Cup. It's fucked up because the real fans that support football all year can't afford to go to the biggest game of the year. Super Bowl is just a look-at-me event for rich people. It really is. And I said it, and I stand by it. When the NFL, and they've talked about it and talked about it and talked about it, when the NFL takes the Super Bowl to London, I no longer watch the NFL. No. No, 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 no. See, and this isn't me being xenophobic. This is, this is bullshit. This whole idea that people in London and England want our fucking sport. How much have we resisted soccer in the billions of years that it's been available? Really? I mean, think about it. Soccer is probably older than American football. I'd rather go to WrestleMania than the Super Bowl. At least wrestling is honest and open that it's fake. Well, I will be at WrestleMania this year, and I'm fucking pumped, man. I was thinking about it the other day. I was watching something on a, on a, on TikTok, and it was some wrestling thing. And I, I, I actually sat and thought about it. I said, holy shit, man, I get to go to fucking WrestleMania this year. Do you know how excited I am about that? Like, shit doesn't excite me that much anymore, but that does. I saw somewhere where this UFC guy was talking shit about grown men that like wrestling. Do you want to know why I watch wrestling? I'll tell you. I'm a grown man. I'm 50. I'm a man. I'm 50. You know why I watch wrestling? Because it takes me back to when I was a kid and I could watch it with my dad or even my grandmother. That's the way wrestling makes me feel. And, Braddy Kid, you made that happen, and I say thank you for it. You know I thank you for it. You get to go to one of the two nights. I am sacrificing my good time with Tommy for a good time with you at WrestleMania. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, I'm genuinely excited about it. And see, I used to get that way about sports. I really did. I used to get genuinely excited. But due to, oh, uh, oh, please take him. I don't want to steal your thunder. Um, but the way sports is gone now, it's just one of those things that, I'm excited to go. I'm happy to go. Don't get me wrong. I love going. Uh, Zach just texted, the Super Bowl is just one big corporate meeting. Pretty much. 
Um, but I've seen it happen in college. I used to – I still get excited going to Rangers games. Still get excited for that. I, I get excited going to Cowboys games, and I, I get excited about going to Longhorns games. But it's not like it was. Wrestling, it's still like it was. Wrestling's not as good today as it once was, but hey, it's still wrestling. It's like ice cream. Shitty ice cream is still shitty ice cream. It's, it's still ice cream. $10,000 ticket? No, no thanks. You, you've let my excitement really die out now. And, and I'm, I'm happy to watch the game on TV. I think your coverage is phenomenal. I think it's great. But I'm sad that this is the one sporting event that I will never go to. I've never been to the NBA Finals, been to the, the Conference Finals. And I, I consider that close. The year the Lakers cheated and beat the Kings, just for you, Ogre. Um, I, I considered that in the Western Conference Finals that year, the, the NBA Finals, because we knew whatever team from the West, the Kings, that it should have been, they were going to beat whoever came from the East. We, we all knew that. Any sports fan, anybody who watched any bit of sports knew that that was the NBA Finals there. Kind of like, and, and this is no this is no lie, um, the year the Cowboys were cheated out of the Super Bowl when Deion Sanders intentionally stopped Michael Irvin from running a pattern. They didn't call the penalty. And the Niners went to Super Bowl 29. And we all knew that that, in a, I guess that to me is my Super Bowl. Because that was the Super Bowl. We all knew that the winner of that game was going to kick the shit out of San Diego. Maybe not quite as bad as the Niners did. But goddamn, Stan Humphreys. Where is Stan Humphreys now? Whoo, he got lit up in that fucking game. I mean, I hated that the Niners were in that Super Bowl, but I couldn't help but laugh. Uh, I believe basketball is rigged for ages. I can't support that system anymore. Now it's the NFL. I can't uh, coincide support. Uh, and honestly, hard not to watch next season, but I have no interest in watching this year's Super Bowl. I don't blame you. Not even to root for the Bengals. Okay. And see... I think what we've done to today's athlete, especially now starting in the college level. By the way, uh, if you want a guaranteed bet this year, hold on. Let me let, let me get the date for you. Let, let me <laughs> into rise. You're not. I'm not picking on you. I'm not. Uh, there we go. 2022 football schedule. University of. That's right. Hold on here. Uh, If you're looking to make a quick dollar, place this bet right here, right now. Whatever the point spread is, don't even worry about it. The day will be Saturday, October the 8th. The Texas Longhorns will be facing the Oklahoma Sooners. I am here to tell you, whatever the point spread is. Oh, God damn. Wait, hold. Hold. Oh, Jesus. 
The second game of the season is against Alabama? Who scheduled Alabama game two? Oh, for fuck's sake. Alabama? I, I gotta get arise, I need the new address. I found my orange Sharpie. But getting back to this now that this fucking Alabama raping of my eyes. Jesus Christ. Thank God Louisiana Monroe is our first game. And then we're taking on the Roadrunners from San Antonio? Jesus, jumped up heroin addicted Christ. Oh. Anyway, getting back to what I was previously saying. Due to college football allowing players to go anywhere they want, it has been announced that Oklahoma quarterback Caleb Williams is saying adios amigos and headed to the West Coast where his coach Lincoln Riley is the head coach. Isn't that weird? Leaving the University of Oklahoma with absolutely no quarterback this morning. (laughs) But, I mean, fucking Helen Keller saw that one coming. As soon as Lincoln Riley got off that plane from Norman, I mean, is Norman the only place in America that makes L.A. attractive? As soon as Lincoln Riley got there, I'm surprised they didn't have a jersey for Caleb Williams because that was the go-to guy last year. And the quarterback that was before him has already transferred away. Spencer's gone. No quarterback for you. I am the quarterback Nazi. Stockton is worse. Okay. Okay, maybe you're right there. Maybe you're right that America's Fallujah is worse than Norman, Oklahoma. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Let's see. Oh, oh, the, the NFL came out and announced yesterday. Boy, oh, boy. Th- this is just, oh, dear God. Oh, I didn't see this. <laughs> okay, on a win, one to ten scale. How much is this pandering? One would be not pandering at all. And ten would be, oh my God. The Super Bowl announced the singing of the national anthem, the Star-Spangled Banner, will be done by a country music artist in Los Angeles. 
Her name is Mickey Guyton. Uh, okay, well, wait, wait, before we besmirch this young lass. Mickey. What's her like? Guyton? G-U-Y. Okay, here we go. Let's take a listen to, to Mickey. I was laughing, by the way, because I spelled it M-I-C-K-E-Y. Okay, here we go. Here it is, her, her, her number one, her top down low. Mickey Guyton, lay it on me. This is country music, by the way. I feel it in the air. I can see through your smoke and mirrors. Baby, let your heart be naked. I'm right here. Come meet me on the other side. I make it rain in this burning house. Pouring down till the sun comes up. Enough of that. That's Mickey Guyton. Country music superstar where they say, remember her name. Um, by the way, yep, she's black. The national anthem has been sung by Lady Gaga. I mean, I, the greats have say even Christina Aguilera fucked it up. They don't get up and coming artists to sing the national fucking anthem with someone who is audio tuned beyond audio tuned. Wow, I, I'm freaking out. I had no idea, and, and I'm sorry. I I know, look, hey, Whoopi, I'm racist, but come on. If you're going to get a country artist, far be it for me. Let, 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 let's just go through here. Let's see who we could get. Uh, I believe this one was mentioned earlier, and I tell you what. I'd be all right. She's a great singer, awesome entertainer. If I can find her goddamn name in here. Am I retarded today? There she is. Okay. Uh, Let's just say this gal right here. What's wrong with Reba McIntyre? Turned 18. Right? We lived in a one-room Get Reba to sing it. How about, okay, if you're going to go the, the country route, then why not? Oh, here's a great gal. Uh, hold, uh, oh, let, let, me, let me do this other gal first. You want to get somebody who's a living legend and country music superstar? How about her?
Loretta Lynn, or you get the national treasure that America is known for. You get the one and only. You get Dolly. Why you can't have Dolly sing the national anthem? Jolene, 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 Jolene. I'm begging of you, please don't take. Shit, people be standing at attention for that old lady. But you, you, instead, you, you went with drunk and I miss you. Oh, wait, wait, all American. Here we go. Let's try this one out. Mickey Guyton, household name, everybody. We're the lines on the interstate. She sounds like somebody else. on the back row. We're a Friday night football game. The ladder's at a rock show. Just stop. That is that 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 is garbage. I don't I don't care. You you can be white, green, pink, yellow, zebra stripe, cheetah print. I don't give a fuck what color you are. You sound like that. That's crap. You'd be a good studio singer. But man, oh man, you play that one card. You don't even have to pull it out of your pocket. They see it coming. They should get Dolly and Katy Perry to duet the national anthem. Imagine the gravitation will be created on stage by their breasts. She was on Saturday Night Live the other night. Boy, I tell you what. She must be hitting the old Peloton lately. Uh, give the woke a big middle finger and get Morgan wailing. Holy shit. But, 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 but. See, this is what I don't get. You have to do this. You know who's in charge of the halftime show, right? You remember when Roger Goodell sold that over to Jay-Z? Now, I completely... See, I've never agreed with the halftime shows. Like San Francisco, the year that it was in San Francisco Stadium, there is no reason in the world Metallica should not have done the halftime show. Who they, They had Beyonce instead. That's stupid. Do you know why it's stupid? Because the next year that it was in Houston... That's in Texas. Now, normally I would get a country artist if it's in Texas. Let's fit the stereotype, shall we? But it just so happened to be in Houston. Well, well, isn't Beyonce originally from Houston? Wow. Way to drop the ball on that one, guys. I just, I, I sit here and I look at this. So so the halftime show usually matches <coughs> national anthem singer, right? Remember, it was in Miami and J-Lo was there. So the halftime show, which I am actually looking forward to, especially when kids see how fucking gangster their parents are by crip walking during the halftime show. Uh, why not get an L.A. performer to do the national anthem. I, I got one for you. I, th- this one this one just writes itself. Oh, oh God damn it. Oh, yeah, that, that, this is the group here. I, I lost their name for a second. 
Somebody who's a proud Los Angelesian. Is that what they call him? This guy right here. Here I am waiting. I'll have to leave soon. Why am I holding on? You can't get him? You, you, you can't get Adam Levine to sing the national anthem in Los Angeles? Okay. Uh, 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 let's see. How about this band? May, or, or not this band, but you get this singer who's from there. If I can find it now. Oh, here we go. The, the, this singer right here. <laughs> She's from Los Angeles. I mean, uh, am I pointing out too many truths today? I am I going to be like, uh, are, uh, are the fucking Illuminati going to come after me because I'm exposing everything that's not being fucking said? Kale Adele, well, god damn it. <laughs> hello. Yes, hello. How are you? I don't it's care. Me. Shut up. Uh, I like Ogre. I'm gonna have to turn that into a joke. <laughs> Did you hear the Super Bowl had a halftime? This year's Super Bowl has got a <laughs> a hologram of Whitney Houston brought to you by Coke. That's fantastic. Uh, Special Kale says Adam Levine is a white male. Yeah. Uh, Adam sucks. Now look, I look. He's not my first choice, but I was just thinking. I mean, I mean, shit. You could get Axel. You could get fucking. I, I wouldn't get Axel, but, but. These people are known in L.A. David Lee Roth, even though nobody wants to see David Lee Roth sing anymore. I mean, shit, somebody just texted me and says, Arnie, keep the truth rolling, brother. It's a relief and music to my ears. I mean, come on. We're not that stupid, are we? Oh, she's from Orange County? Oh, this chick is from there? It don't matter. That doesn't look good. God, I'm glad she's from there. At least they kept it local. But for the love of God, fucking, would you have had Charlie Pride sing? If he was still here, God bless that man's soul. Snack horses, John Legend's from L.A. There you go. Insert token black guy right there. You could have Paris DJ, Paris Hilton DJ the anthem. Axel wouldn't make it to the stadium floor. He'd be hanging out with Vince doing a hot wing eating contest. Her Wikipedia page says she was raised in Texas. Look, hey, it, uh, the song, I'm not going to, her songs, I don't like them, but because they're just overproduced. 
like if I'm looking at new country, I, I've been talking about this person. I'm sure you're sick of me talking about this person. This person to me has a voice that's very distinct, and her name is Morgan Wade. And, wait, where, where's the good song of hers? I think it, this one right here. Right now, there's a man laying in my bed, and I used to call him mine, but he feels more like a stranger instead. Now, that's a uniquer voice, wouldn't you say? So I went and I died. My black hair blonde. I know you don't want me no more. I was just hoping I could turn you on. Who are you wanting now? It ain't me, baby. Now, see, that's a unique voice. Reba, unique voice. Dolly, unique voice. This girl sounds just like every 90s country singer out there. To me, every Martina McBride. And I just, I'm not a big fan of hers. I think she hollers too much, just like Carrie Underwood. They don't have unique voices. They they just do the yelling and, and then they overprocess them and it's not real. But far be it for me to, to do that. We're talking about the Super Bowl and now the Super Bowl national anthem is being sung by a someone that we'll never hear from again that gets this privilege. Wow. Due to the current world that we live in. It, 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 it's obvious. It's just stupid. It's just stupid as shit. <laughs> Arnie's in love with this girl more than my T-Swift love. What I heard regarding Metallica at the Super Bowl is they refused to do it after being asked multiple years. The NFL doesn't pay the musicians. They pay with exposure. Metallica doesn't work for free. Remember Napster? It's the same thing to them. At least that's what I heard. I've heard different stories too, but you gotta let it be known that they said that. I mean, these are things that the Red Hot Chili Peppers could do the anthem. Yes. Well, if you want to keep the theme with the halftime show, you you get an African American artist from LA. I have no problem with that. That's entertainment. That's doing showbiz here. This is pandering. We got a country star. Oh, no shit. Who? I'm sorry to be the one to tell you the truth. That Morgan Whalen, the guy who I saw his name mentioned earlier in the comments here. I said it yesterday. He's come out and donated his half a million dollars to uh, all these BLM organizations that forced him to do so after he said the N-word one time. It was the, It was the most expensive word I've ever heard. Who do he apologize to? Country music can be listened to by anybody, but come on, come on, let's let let's all not not play around anymore. Let's not lie to each other. 
It's a stereotype when it comes to country music. I know it. Like the stereotype that goes with rap music? Hello? Nothing but a bunch of truck driving, beer swilling, anti-everything, except, you know, anti-establishment, all hicks, sleep with our cousins. Oh, and we hate anybody that don't look like us. What you think country music is? That's fine. I don't care. You know why? It doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect me. But not everybody has come to that. I get it, man. I get being offended by when somebody doesn't like something that you do. I get it. I get being offended by that. I'm not saying I'm better than that. I'm saying it just doesn't bother me anymore. You don't like something I like? Well, I'm still going to like it. Fuck you. Uh, the segment started with a question on a scale from 1 to 10. Is this pandering? Uh, Jen says, I vote it's an 8. I would say more of a 642. That's me, though. But, hey, whatever you got to do, I guess, to put asses in seats, huh? It's sad. Sad that it's gone to this. Now, it, it, including... <sighs> We got to tell the truth again, people. I don't like doing this. I don't. But I will. Yesterday, a 58-page legal document was served by former Miami Dolphins head coach Brian Flores against the Miami Dolphins, the New York Giants, and the entire NFL for racial discrimination. Okay, he was fired recently from the Miami Dolphins. And he says he has he has reason to believe that, look, that it, they, they didn't believe in it. He says he has all kinds of documentation, including a text message he got saying that he got the job, but he didn't get the job. Last week, Flores was reportedly frontrunner for the Giants head coaching job. He thought he had real shot at it until he received these texts from Belichick days before the interview. Sounds like you've landed. Uh, congrats. Did you hear anything? Uh, Giants? I interviewed on Thursday. I think I got a shot at it. Got it. I hear from Buffalo that, that you and that guy they hope works out. That's definitely what I want to hear, blah, blah, blah. And then they hired somebody else. Oh, he goes, Giants. Coach, are you talking to Brian Flores or Dan Gerbil? Just making sure. Sorry, I fucked this up. I double-checked and I misread the text. I think they are... Hiring Dabble. I'm sorry about that. Whoops-a-daisy. Texting the wrong person. Old people and technology don't go together. That's his smoking gun. And then he has these other reasons, too, that I I, I forget which. uh, uh, He showed up for the Broncos head coach meeting, and John Elway and the other GMs and the other people to meet were showed up, and they were late, and they were disheveled. Another one, uh, I, I mean, I, I read these things, and I, I thought to myself, okay. Oh, the other one was when he was in Miami, the owner of the team offered him $100,000 to lose games to get a better draft pick. And we've heard about that. We've heard about tanking the season. 
I didn't didn't like hearing gave money to that BLM. Stand up for yourself, obviously. There are plenty of people. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> well, thank God you don't vote for me because I'd say 642 is a bit of a drama queen answer. Just a scooch. Um, but he said the, the, the owner wanted to – we've heard about that happening, that, that teams tank games to get better draft picks. We heard about – I don't like it. I'm not saying it's okay. I, look, first of all, it's not okay. I don't think it's ever okay to take the field and know you're going to lose. Do I think it happens? I do think it happens. And do you know why? Let me tell you. These teams that do tank games and then end up with great draft picks and they get these guys and they ruin these guys, it's because they have that mentality that it's okay to lose. It's never okay to lose. Losing is a part of life, like breathing. But you don't take the field to ever lose. And these guys, these owners, because that's where it starts in the owner's mentality, and they have that mentality and they tell you to do it, I don't like it, but hey, it's a part of what happens in the game. And this coach didn't do it. Well, this coach is a winner, obviously. But they said they fired him because that was part of the firing. Well, usually when your boss tells you to do something, either you go along and do it or you don't do it and you quit or you don't do it and you get fired. And he said another one was just like they were fulfilling the Rooney rule. If you don't know what the Rooney rule is, the Rooney rule states that each time an NFL team's head coaching job or front office job becomes available – you have to interview X amount of black candidates. Why can't, I'm just wondering this, why can't you hire, because it's your company, right? You have a company, and you want to hire people. And there's a guy who's really, 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 really awesome. You want to hire. And he's available. And he wants to work with you. But you have to interview other people. Everybody knows you're going to hire this other person. But you have to interview these other people. To stand in line with the Rooney rule. Isn't the Rooney rule more degrading to a coach than any other thing out there? That coach knows. They they pay attention to the media. And they know that that job is not theirs, yet they have to leave their families, fly to another destination, Sit down in an interview that they know they're not going to get a job for. See, this would be like this would be like a, a a real woman, a natural woman, going to become a penis model. Okay, you you can't do it, and they know that. And they show up and they have their meeting, and they have their lunch, and they see the facilities, and they talk about what's your game plan, all this kind of bullshit. And that black coach 
who has left his family to do this interview knows that he's not going to get this job. Hell, he's in your office interviewing with the owner, and the owner has a picture of the guy that he's about to hire as college roommates. Isn't the Rooney rule a tad bit more demeaning to them? (laughs) But, hey, we have to keep it in place because you have to interview this many people. And that's what he's suing over. He's suing over this, and we'll see what happens. I I think this is all a joke. I, I just, I mean, honestly, come on. You hire the person that's best for the job. That's the end. Uh, Let's see. uh, Is it black candidates only or minority? Just curious. I didn't know this rule. I believe it's they'll say minority, but it's usually black. This dude is salty. He sucked, and there are better coaches out there. Yep. Remember the crap Jerry got into when he hired Parcells years ago because of the Rooney rule? He gets it. Yes, I remember that. Everybody knew that Bill Parcells was coming to Dallas. Everybody knew it. But they got to interview all these other people because, well, they have to keep, you know, it has to look good. Nobody thought anybody was going to come coach the Cowboys that wasn't Bill Parcells. And by the way, if Sean Payton becomes available – which he is, and the Cowboys start to enact on that, you're going to see all kind of hell raised. That's why it's not going to happen as much as I want it to happen. Uh, See, when I hear you can't do that, I think, fuck, I can't. I'm going to model that penis so fucking well. By the end, not only these are watching, going to want to jump on my rod. You use the word rod. I'm going to figure out how to fuck myself. Fucking tell me I can't model a penis naturally. (laughs) Yep. Oh, I too am pissed about not hiring minority coaches. Where are all the Indian among South American coaching candidates? Not to mention, oh, I'm about to drop a bomb on you. Not to mention women. (laughs) Boom. Goes the dynamite. Are we pretty soon going to have the the Helen rule now when it comes to the NFL? Hi, my name is Barb. I'm from the Midwest and I love the Steelers. Oh, you betcha. You betcha. Marge and the Steelers, we go way back. Oh, yeah. Back to the Terry Bradshaw days, you know. Oh, can, can I make you... Can I make you a pie? Well, I'm here to apply for the head coaching job of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I know I'm from Wisconsin, but that's okay. I don't like any of that crap up there. I've been a lifelong Steelers fan. No, no, I've never played the game. No, I'm a dainty gal. I, I clean and I bake. <laughs> That's fucking funny. 
Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I'd love to be the head coach. Oh, my goal is to win every game. <laughs> oh, I've got the job. Wow. Whoo. I, I I'm feeling all these hot flashes. Uh, well, where do where 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 do I get my uh what, what what's that the the shirt with the numbers on it? Where the fuck are all the transgender coaching jet? Right, NFL's homophobic, transphobic. Why don't we have a rule for them? I mean, how many rules do they need? I mean, like, you get a head coaching job in the NFL, you hold on to the owners hold on to you forever because the interview process is going to take two to three years. Oh, <laughs> but hey, it was deemed the right thing to do. We have to do what's right. <laughs> Shut up. God almighty. Um, all right, let's see. We got a couple more stories. We got, we got a few more stories. Yeah, we got time. Um, no, I'll, I'll save that one. Save that one. Okay. I, I wish Alicia was here. I, I know there are a lot of mixed martial arts fans that listen. There is news out there today. I don't know. I, look, look. Jake Paul, as much of an idiot as he is, He's boxed nothing but MMA guys, wrestlers, if you will, not boxers. But he said that he is ready to face former UFC lightweight champion Habib Nurmagomedov in an MMA fight. All he has to do, he, he believes he can outstrike Habib. But he has to work on his wrestling skills. Now, I haven't heard the Jake Paul fuck Dana White song. Uh, I don't think Jake Paul will ever hear that song again if he takes this fight. This is no joke. Habib who beat the piss out of Conor McGregor, used to wrestle bears as a kid. Bears. Bears. He wasn't off fucking off with his brother on YouTube making stupid jack-off videos. No, he was wrestling bears. You want to get into an MMA fight with him. Did you listen to Jake Paul? Uh, but you can't use any grappling moves and no choke out. Is that, is that part of the rules? That, that's not in there. Oh, he, oh, he says the doors of the English Eagle Fight Club always open for you and your team. Oh, my God, please let that fight happen. Please let that fight happen. Oh, my God. Let Habib fight him. I, you know what? I, I'm going to say this for the record. 
if that fight happens, I believe that Habib fucks him so bad, he impregnates Jake Paul. It will be the first time ever that another man impregnates another man. That's how, that, that, that's how manly Habib is. I think Connor aborted his fetus. Jake Paul, you jackass. Wow. I can't think that. I, I look, Here's the thing. I don't think they can let that fight happen. There's been a lot of bad things said, and Habib has, has shown that he don't talk trash. He don't play the game. This is why he wasn't a marketable fighter. I'll, I'll tell you the truth. Once again, telling the truth. Habib grew up wrestling bears. Okay? Motherfucker's a fighter. That's all he is. He's not a businessman. He, he's not a guy who's going to start a fucking whiskey company or vodka company or whatever. He's a Muslim. He, he lives for, for, for his belief system and for fighting. Once again, wrestled bears. They can't let this fight happen. If they do, oh my gosh, I might have to watch this naked. Because, oh, I, I mean, th- that's going to be such a beating. They, they can put them them high chairs like it was in the Golden Corral fight in the ring for, for Jake Paul. They ain't going to help him. The only thing that will help Jake Paul in this fight is if Jake Paul does not take this fight. Only only one person is here to play the game, and that's Triple H. Oh, that's good stuff right there. All right, let's see what else we got here. Okay, I got the gay guys that were hung. That one's already out of the way. Oh, I got to end the show with that guy right there. Stackar, I hope that you're here till the end because I got a story out of India for you. It's pretty awesome. Pretty, pretty, oh, oh. I got no, let's see. We'll go with this one right here first. God almighty. Oh, no. Woke Robin Hood. You can't have it just, you can't have the classics anymore. Just telling you. Canada's global network in 2023 has an eight-episode series script from Chris Roberts. It's entitled Robin with a Y Hood. Robin Loxley, the leader of a masked hip-hop band, The Hood, from Sherwood Towers, I didn't read this yesterday. I thought it was just going to be... Seriously, when I heard it was a woke Robin Hood, wait a second, I didn't even read this. I thought it was going to be back in olden time days when Robin Hood was a chick. But it's set in today's time? Robin is the leader of... I'm not making this up. This sounds fucking amazing. And by amazing, I mean completely terrible. The leader of a masked hip-hop band, The Hood, 
They're from Sherwood Towers, a complex of high-rise projects in the working-class neighborhood of New Nottingham. The band robs from the rich and gives to the poor, presumably melting out social justice and equity in the process. <laughs> the creator said in his statement, the creator, you know, this is the perfect time, eh, to modernize Robin Hood. <laughs> We are currently living in the Gilded Age 2.0, where billionaires have way too much power and the poor have far too little. We need someone, anyone, to fight for justice. Wow. This is the, this is the word. That, this person should be put in jail because their brain is so fucking lost. First the dwarves got to go, now this bullshit. Yeah, Peter Dinklage saying Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, stop with that. What are we? What am I supposed to call you, little guy? The hood is in Canada, so exactly where are the mean streets in Canada? <laughs> mean streets. Of, uh, now, the, they do have an underworld up there. Hey, look, look, Canada's got a, a rough and tumble side, but yeah, for the most part, they're a bunch of fucking cow farmers. <laughs> a band. So it's not a group. So they're actually in a band called The Hood. I just can't. They hand out social justice as well. Yeah, yeah. You see, because we need to update that story for some reason. (laughs) Once again, saying that killing and maiming other people because they have more than you is a-okay as long as you give it to people that are worse off than you. You see, you're giving them something by taking. It's a great story. Don't get me wrong. Try a concert in East L.A. and find out. I mean... I don't, I, like I said, I don't make this stuff up, man. This stuff is just too good out there. Like, I, this is why I'm so excited about doing today's show, is all these things came, and, and you just look at them and go, no goddamn shit. Oh, I, 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 I got one more to go. Let's see. Uh, this one's just calling out to me right here. Uh, I think the mean streets in Canada are similar to the mean streets of Nebraska. I just don't know how you sell a movie with that setting. I know, right?
I mean, you got Ottawa, you got Montreal. Montreal's a pretty big city. Toronto. Maybe the mean streets are in Toronto, which is pretty close to Buffalo. You got Quebec. Uh-huh. You got the French. Uh-huh, yeah. I don't think we're talking about this is not gonna be set in like moose jaw. I just always want to say moose jaw on the air. Uh, all right. Imagine this. Is Pierre Trudeau supposed to be Prince John? <laughs> okay. Now I want you to picture yourself right now. Let's say that you are on a transatlantic flight. You're, you're flying from Ghana to Washington, D.C. Boy, you are happy. Let me just tell you, you have never been in a better mood in your life than when you get to leave Ghana. So you're traveling on this this transatlantic flight. It's a long-ass flight, like 14, 15, 16-hour flights. Um... You're thinking to yourself, okay, I'm going to get to relax. I'll get to sleep on this plane. Um, But that's not the case on this flight. No, no, no. Instead, a woman behind you starts moaning and groaning. And you find out that she's having contractions. Even though she wasn't supposed to deliver her baby until February, the flight is about halfway over the Atlantic Ocean by right now. When she went into full-on labor. Luckily, there was a, a, a dermatology resident from the University of Michigan, Dr. Stephen Anash Addo, heard the overhead call for healthcare professional, jumped into action. There's a nurse on the plane. And one of the flight attendants was also a nurse. They went to the area behind business class into an operation room of sorts, putting blankets down. And, yep, she pushed out a healthy baby boy. Now, let me just say this right here. No, no, no. I can't imagine what that would smell like on a plane. Now, come on. That air is recycled. No. Oh, good. A dermatologist. So in case I break out in hives while giving birth, these air handy. I delivered a baby in a car once. Piece of cake. Yeah, but yeah, you don't want a piece of cake after you see all that mess. And she better have a mask on. Oh, you goddamn right she better have a mask on. Mmm. Interesting. So is that kid an African or an America when they're born in the sky? Hmm. Did they mask the baby? They better have. Stick a fucking thing on that thing's face easy. I don't want a baby delivered on the damn plane that I'm on. 
No. It would be right next to me, too. Everybody, you know why? Because this is why. Not not only the smell, the the discharge. I mean, isn't it true, ladies, that sometimes there might be a little poopy? Okay, so now you got poopy, and you got whatever that fungal shit is that's coming outside of you that's covering the glop that's covering the kid. If you've never noticed shit that's inside you doesn't smell good. <laughs> yeah, birth is beautiful until you got to smell entrails on a plane. Toronto had 84 murders, which is high for them, but also I think Chicago does that on a Friday night. Oh, man. So you got that, right? Then this is the part that's going to annoy me the most because, like I said, I know this is going to be in my row or right around me. You're going to get all the asshole motherfuckers that want to come and see the little baby. Oh, the baby. It was just born. It doesn't know what's going on. Get away from here. Oh, Jesus, and you know, especially if this is her first, she's going to be ringing that damn assistant button all the time. Oh, really, you don't have any Dr. Peppers for me, but you can come back for her 16, 17 times. My births weren't stinky. Births beautiful, Arnie. Ha, ha, ha. No, it's not. I've seen that shit on TV. That shit's gross. You know there'd be a Karen on board. Does that baby have a mask? (laughs) Maybe we could get video of the birth and then the outrageous fight that happens from the Karen who wants a mask on the baby. That would be fantastic. That would make my day. I still don't want to be on that fucking flight, though. God almighty. See, I think I, I can go viral if there's ever somebody being a Karen to someone that's around me and I disagree with the Karen. I might just fucking knock them out. Just shut up. <laughs> no Dr. Pepper's on board crime. Amen to that. All right, Stackar, this one's for you, buddy. Oh, dear God in heaven. Now, I have to say that I did steal a little bit of this idea from the late Norm MacDonald. Norm MacDonald said shit that was so wrong, and I just admire him so much for that. Oh, my gosh, I guess I'm not that girly because I found birth gross. First pregnancy, I was most freaked out and having to come out of me. I begged the doctor at six months, just take it out now and put it in the incubator as I didn't want to get bigger and have to come out of my vagina. Fuck, second, I was like, no more grown up and opted for the C-section. Both babies. I clearly remember saying, yeah, that's cute. Don't put them on me. Go wash him. <laughs> and Norm McDonald had a little bit about the crocodile hunter, and I'm going to, like, 
kind of put my take on that as a in honor to Norm McDonald due to this story right here. Famed Indian snake catcher Vava Shurish. Okay. We don't know him because he's never had a cool TV show or nothing. Not in America. Probably because we wouldn't be able to understand. Uh, he is a famed Indian snake catcher who's appeared on TV. Okay, so he appears all the time on their TV. All right, good. He's appeared on TV and rescued thousands of snakes, relying largely on pure bravery. Okay? On Monday, 48-year-old, I like his name, Vava. Now I'm kind of regretting not having kids. I, Vava states. Boy, I like the shit out of that. I might change my name to Vava. Nah, it, I got too many fucking hats that had the letter A. Maybe I'll go, uh, maybe I'll say Vava is my middle name. My name is Arnie Vava states. But a 48-year-old Vava Sharish was rescuing. It, it, uh, if you've never seen one of these type of shows, these are great. Because there was one that used to be on like the, the, the Travel Channel. And it was a snake catcher down in, uh, down in South Africa. That's where I went, learned the accent of South Africa. Uh, but he would go, people would call him and they'd be like, oh, hey, man, there's a, there's a big old brown recluse. Or not, not brown, uh, a black mamba. There's a big old black mamba in, in my garage. Can you get it out? Sure enough, they always get him out. Get them out safely, and then they dump them back in the woods. Whereas I would fucking murder the snakes because they're snakes. But that's why I'm not a famed Indian snake catcher. Because what they do is they take the snake from that structure and they put it back in the wild. It's like those assholes that fish that catch like a 19-pound bass and then throw it back. What the fuck? Do you hate taxidermy? Do you think that's a question that's ever been asked before? Do you hate taxidermy? You know what that reminds me of? Oh, my God, I hope I still have it. I hope I didn't get rid of it. Oh, where, 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 where is it? Please be around. No. Oh, I... I think I got rid of it. I don't think... Did I? Is a male? No. I'm going to ask. Death drops. Come on, be there. No, it's not there. I just killed this bit. It was that thing about Pablo Escobar's hippos. Oh, shit, there it is. A reminder. Colombia shouldn't have a hippo problem. Once again, a reminder, Colombia shouldn't have a hippo problem. No, no, they should. Uh, So dude shows up to rescue a 10 foot king cobra. He's the ones in the big old hood spreads out. If you play like the, the, the thief, it'll come and dance for you or the recorder. 
learn the accent? Uh, are you sure it's learned? I mean, that sounded natural. It flowed off the tongue. Oh, from South Africa. I, I'm, I'm proud of that one. That one's pretty easy to do, though. Um, so, dude, dude, dude's about to get himself in, in a fight with a 10-foot king cobra. Well, he got into the fight. He got the snake in the bag. It looked as if Vava had the upper hand. But then all of a sudden, he fell unconscious and was rushed to the hospital where he suffered a heart attack. Therese's intensive care, but has begun breathing on his own, local media said. Oh, dear God. Oh, wait. Oh, oh my God. Oh, dear God. I got, I got a video of him catching a python. But the python bit him. Man, snakes must know this guy. They're like, hey. Hey, hey, look here. If you get in charge of this va-va dude, instead of wrapping around him, bite him with them ragged-ass teeth of yours. Shoes to put on. Okay, hold on. Well, I'm going to have to watch this shit. This is fucking cool. The following video contains images that some viewers may find upsetting. All right, there, there is old Vava. He's got like a whole village watching him taking pictures. Now, now let me ask this question here. Whoa, 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 whoa. Got to ask this question here. So he's in a village that looks pretty poor. <laughs> right? Looks like they got dirt streets and everybody walk around barefoot. Why does everybody have a cell phone? Once again, the truth, people. And they all do. I posted the video. All right, so he got himself a big old python. Oh, wait, that's the King Cobra. That ain't a python. That's King Cobra. He's putting it in a bag of dog food. Whoa. Hey, Hoss. No, you can't put it in a bag of dog food. Like, I don't know if they have dogs over there or what, you know. But it looked like an empty out Alpo, big old bag, like, you know, for fat dogs, like we have for Bubba. And he's putting, he's putting, a, that was a cobra. That Oh, man, this says bitten by python, but hold on. If this is the video. He got it. There it goes in the Alpo bag. Nope, not quite in there yet. Is it, pal? No, it's trying to wrap around itself. Oh, there he got the bag open again. Ain't nobody going to help him. That snake's like, I ain't going in there. I don't like no dog food. Oh, it's rearing up at him. Come on, Vava. Vava, who's the boss? That snake or you? By the way, he's wearing flip-flops. Uh-oh. Oh, 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 I think we, do we have a racha? Oh, my God. Okay, as we fast forward a little bit. Once again, everybody with their cell phones videoing this. Snake wraps it around itself, going after him again. Snake zero, va-va zero. Is he doing this to put on a show? Going for a bag again. Come on, get in this damn bag. You know how many things I had to feed to get... Oh, oh, Raja! Oh, dear God. Oh, Raja on the knee. 
Ooh, Rachel on the knee. Vava not doing well. Vava grabs Snake, sticks it in there. Get in the damn bag, get damn Snake. Oh man, that Snake is still, he's like, mm, I tasted me some Vava. That shit was good, good. Oh my God, that was so awesome. I didn't even think this was gonna be this good. This is one of the greatest videos I've ever seen. Oh, Vava. Well, he's stitching himself up. Everybody just looking around him. People are like, damn, dude. Oh, he's put a tourniquet on his leg. All right. That's got to be good for you. Anybody going to help him? This motherfucker got his leg tourniquet. Wow. Man, if I could give you guys one gift a year and it was that good, you are welcome. That right there is the best thing I've ever seen. And by the way, let's just let's just remind everybody, uh, he's a snake handler guy. You can't have a bad day. That's why that job sucks. You are not allowed to have a bad day. Okay, you, you can't slip in the slightest when you're around a venomous snake. Not at all. Not 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 one percent. Like think about it, you know, a big rig driver maybe slams into the wall a little bit when he's driving his load. I know that sounded a lot dirty. Be, be, don't be nasty. He's allowed to do that. It ain't gonna hurt nobody. I mean, if he does it big enough, it could hurt a lot of people. He don't do it big enough, so no big deal. Here, once that venom gets in you, it's in you. Okay, you cannot have a bad day. Can't call in sick. Does Vava have, like, underlings? Is there Tata or Ooh-Ah? Can't have that. You, you ain't got no days off. You think a snake takes a day off? No, sir, it don't. You want to go on vacation? Fuck your vacation. Snakes don't go on vacation. Good God. Hell no. What kids run around? I mean, I, I don't know. I guess some crazy village down there in, you know, Shittistan or wherever the fuck it was. Who's running around saying, I want to become a snake catcher? Who's running around saying, I want to become a snake catcher? That's the stupidest thing I ever heard. Knock, knock. What would you like to be? I want to be snake catcher. If I'm in that classroom, I'm like, what did you say? What do you want to be when you grow up, little Arnie? I want to be out of this fucking desert. That's the first thing. I want to get around some good food that has cheese on it. Be no snake catcher. Back in the day, we killed rattlers with a rake or a shovel. You know, it startled the fuck out of you, but you grabbed one and fucking killed it. No time to dance around with the dog food bag. Exactly. They don't have enough for one rake, but they everybody got a cell phone. 
his daughter, Hoo-Ha, is going to take over the family business. <sighs> I mean, the village could not only have iPhones, but snakeskin boots. Jesus. I mean, I'm watching the video. That, that was the first thing that jumped out at me is everybody's got a phone. I'm like, well, if everybody got a phone, why is this motherfucker using a dog food bag? This guy's, like, been on TV over there, so he's going to have to earn some kind of popularity. And the best you got is a dog food bag in your hand. They can't They can't even go to, to whatever, as seen on TV, and get you the old person, the, the gopher. Remember that thing, that handheld thing, the gopher? For old people to reach up and shit. A lot of snake handlers use their backhand for the tail and then the gopher for the head. You're telling me you can't afford a gopher for famed Indian catcher Vava Sharish? This wasn't Vava's fault. This was the network that didn't get him a gopher. Sure, they got iPhones. They got all kinds of cool shit there. They also have the internet. I mean, how did that become viral? First thing that jumped out at me is the flops. I mean, dress for the job. Y'all ain't got tennis shoes that, at the very least. Cover them to. Yeah, I mean, if you like, like I'd like, that. That's another great point, motherfucker. And that's why I mentioned it. Motherfucker was doing his job in a pair of flip flops. Now, if OSHA had anything to do with that, that motherfucker's got some kind of snake boots on. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Uh, Vava, uh, Mr. Mr. Sharish, but yes, Vava. Um, yeah, we're here with the uh, OSHA people, and look, we 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 get that you grew up some weird kind of fucking way. Um. But you see, uh, you can't do this in flip-flops because it can bite you on the toe. No, I did not know that. Oh, no, snakes do not bite. They are my friends. Well, if you're going to do it here, uh, look, look, as Alabama would once say, if you're going to play in Texas, you got to have a fiddle in the band. Okay? That means you got to wear boots. Okay, thank you. Come again. flip-flops really maybe maybe i i don't know i i'm new to the whole snake catching business i'm new to it i'm a rookie if you will since you are handling kind of by hand Is there some kind of glove-type device that people could be wearing that snakes can't really bite through? Oh, that technology exists. Oh, okay, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Can we get those? No, you can't. Oh, okay, you guys can't get that for us. Oh, okay. Right? And and the, the, the biggest question, see, you guys had me going down this road, and I'll keep going down this road. Since we're telling the truth, been telling the truth all day, Christopher hit it right on the head. 
how come one of them motherfuckers either A, didn't pull out his app for his fief or fife or pipe or whatever. Maybe he didn't have his on him that day. But why didn't anybody start playing? Na 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 That snake would have been lullabied. Then poor old Vava would have been able to grab a snake, put it in the Alpo bag, fucking tie it up like in rodeo, throw his hands up. Done. But Vava doesn't get that chance. Well, he may get that chance someday. But he's sitting there, breathing on his own, thank God. Why couldn't one of you scumbags in that group just play where the ladies dance in their drilly underpants? All right, that does it for today, everybody. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. I didn't even get to most of the damn stories I was going to do today, so we're going to have a hell of a day tomorrow. Today has been one awesome, awesome. That's what day it is. There you go. All right. You guys have a wonderful day. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day. And adios, everybody. I'm on my way to Amarillo. I can't seem to get my fill of that little West Texas town. I've got a sweet thing built right, Betty, head to toe. She's mighty pretty living in that West Texas town. Friday comes, it's time to roll. Time for me to hit the road. I've got my eyes on the horizon. My little niche in that panhandle lights up like a Roman candle when I reach that West Texas town. Texas town. I drive through hell and half of Texas just to get to her by breakfast waiting in that West Texas town. But it comes, it's time to roll. Time for me to hit the road. I've got my eyes on the horizon. My little niche in that panhandle lights up like a Roman candle when I reach that West Texas town. Baby, turn the porch light on. Your big papa's coming home to that West Texas town. You've been listening to the Arnie Stage Show at ArnieRadio.com. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey.
Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.